You're listening to the We're Alright Podcast, hosted by Brandon Oseg. Hello, everyone. I nearly said good morning. <laughs> Probably completely irrelevant to anyone who listens to this. Uh, my name is Brandon Oseg, and I'm lucky enough to play for the Swan Districts Footy Club. And for anyone that's listening, hopefully we get a few, I'm attempting to host the first episode of the Where Are Right podcast, which, fingers crossed, will last for the duration of the 2023 season. Um, while I was doing something for the L's for the club pre-Christmas last year, I mentioned the idea of doing a pod. Um, the club, for some reason, liked the sound of it, and here we are. Um, the idea is to bring all the loyal and faithful Swan Districts followers, and I know there's plenty out there, and community, and anyone else with a general interest in the club or footy, some content, which will hopefully be nice and interesting to listen to and with a few laughs along the way. Um, I'll be hosting it solo and it's my first go at it, so there'll be plenty of teething issues, so bear with me. Um, there'll also be a heavy reliance on the guests that we get in, but with some of the potentials we've got lined up, I think they'll more than make the show worth listening to. And luckily for me, we're starting off with an absolute bang because the person I'm looking at right now sitting across from me, who I'll introduce shortly, is going to be an absolute treat to start you off. Um, So yeah, hopefully you enjoy it. Um, It'll be a a pod per week during the season. Um, So hopefully we last that long and it it gives you plenty to listen to. But I'll get get stuck into doing a quick intro to the guest. I actually was trying to look for some highlights that has had commentary on them so I could play some sound but there was nothing so I don't know he might have to talk to his footy club or we might have to give channel 7 or fox footy a call and see what's going on um he used to be a swan districts player he played colts played senior footy he's now playing at the hawthorne footy club uh taken at number six in the 2020 draft he can he would correct me if any of this is wrong He's played 21 games for Hawthorne now, wearing the number 24. Um, I know him as DGB, and if you haven't worked it out yet, his name's Denver Granger Brass. Denver, how you going? How are we all? Going all right? I'm going good, mate. Thank you for having me on the first pod. I'm excited. Yeah. No, it's good to have you. Um, I, we actually did got a coffee before for, for the great man, um, just so we could get through. If Hawthorne listened to this, he's ordered a skinny latte, so he is doing the right thing. Trying, and, um, to, trying to stay good, be uh, good, get the skinnies down. Looking after himself. Pre-season. I like it, mate. <laughs> I like it. Um, so how's it? We're recording this during the Christmas break. So how's the how's the you won't? It's irrelevant again. But how's the break been? How things been going? Yeah, they've been all right. It's been good. It's been a good couple. Couple of weeks now. I've been. I got back on the twenty first of December, just before Chrissy. So it was actually funny. I um, I just invested all my money, ninety five percent of it, and didn't think about Christmas presents. So I uh, had to wait for the paycheck to come in on the fourteenth, <laughs> and then uh, on the twenty first I landed, and on the twenty second I went shopping for everyone's Christmas presents. So as you can imagine, everyone would know. Very very stressful times at Carousel, at Midland, Galleria. Trying to trying to find some available Christmas presents. Doing it on the twenty second sounds organised to me. <laughs> I reckon I was doing it on the twenty fourth. <laughs> I had a list. I'd finally written a list down in my notes, and I thought, ah, oh, that's the hard part done. But it wasn't. I got there, and three quarters of the stuff I wanted was all gone. But no, it's been a very good break. I've 
I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Spending time with the family, um, the girlfriend's family, seeing friends, bit of golf, which I shouldn't play because I'm horrible. But got to no, start somewhere. I, exactly right. Everyone does. But no, I've uh, I've had a really good break so far. So yeah, good, good. Um, well, we'll get into it, I suppose. So we're obviously on a Swan Districts podcast. So want to start off with, and we'll probably start this way with every pod. Um, how did you become a part of the club, or where did the connection? with the club start for you? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's actually a really tough question. It's really like, it's all a bit of a blur from, I reckon I was, you know, they had the development programs under 13s and stuff like that. You I'm not sure what it's them? called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I was just playing down at, um, I was playing up at Calamunda Junior Football Club, my junior club. And then, yeah, I think one day I got the tap on the shoulder to come try down one of the development squads down here and fell in love with it. Just, mm. you know, I just couldn't, couldn't get enough of, like new faces, you know, some some high quality football, and also just the the individual coaching that was down here. I was like, I fell in love with it instantly. And I reckon I was probably twelve or thirteen, and then I don't think there's been a year since where I haven't been down here. I mean, I love it here. It's home. Yeah, it's always home. So you uh, from Kalamunda, if junior footy club, did you? Always grow up in Perth. Were you a Perth local growing up? Yeah, it's weird. Over in Melbourne, everyone thinks if you're from WA that you're from some country town. And I say, oh, I'm from Perth. And they say, where in Perth? Oh, well, Perth. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a suburb you won't know. So, no, I'm not from country six hours away. I'm not from Dongra like Jagger, um, you know, or Geraldton like Tyler Brockman. No, I'm just from Perth, but <laughs> love Perth. Yep. Love Perth. You can't not love Perth. It's so much more spread out. It's very chill, you know. I'll, I'll, Perth will always have a massive hold in my heart. I hope I hope this goes back to some Vicks and <laughs> yeah. some of this. Um, now, nah, good. And when you um, when you were growing up, was like footy always a big part of you? Like you hear about people who don't fall into footy until they get a bit older, or they've loved footy since they were a kid. Was that which one were you? Do you think like was footy always going to be something that you were going to be trying to do at the highest level, or did you more fall into it when really? you were a little bit older? I reckon it was more, it was, I was torn. I was very torn at about 15 between cricket and footy and oh, <laughs> you often hear the term, I peaked too early and that was me with cricket. <laughs> I think I was probably 14, 15 bowling, you know, right arm fast and I was the fastest bowler in the comp and it was sweet. But is that I, clock, I was, clock speed or are you just happy with I yourself? Know, I think it would, have been, it would have been up near the 120s. <laughs> it would have been up near the 120s at 14. Um, my biggest problem was my accuracy. I was just... It was lucky to land on the pitch. I was just trying to bowl that fast. Sean Tate style. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And I was a hack of a batsman. So like, but like, you know, I was 13, 14, 15 and those sorts of things, they get you through. And then I was playing district cricket. I was playing, I played at Midland Guildford district cricket, um, 13s, 14s, 15s, I think. And then started playing a bit of fourths or thirds, third grade after. And the thing is with cricket, it's it's time consuming. It's your whole, it's your whole weekend. We used to play... Excuse me, we used to play on the Saturday and then we were told we had to play our junior cricket on the Sunday, which is good for junior programs, but all of a sudden you're playing for 16 hours on your weekend, you're a young kid, you mm. want to, you know, experience some things, you know, go out, do some stuff, but you got this district cricket, but they end up playing. out in the field. Yeah, hot days. Yeah, hot yeah. days. And I'm, I'm rather white for those that don't know <laughs> me, so I burn pretty quickly. But, um, yeah, I think I hit about 15 and I just found I was just enjoying footy more. A lot more. I wanted to. There was no longer. I remember when you were a kid, cricket season kept you fit for footy season, and footy season kept you fit for cricket season. So it's this never-ending cycle. And yep. then 
I think I yeah, got to 15 and footy started being a bit more serious and you realise there isn't that much fitness in cricket, um, especially at that age. So it was like, okay, if I want to focus on cricket, I'm going to have to do a cricket pre-season. If I want to focus on footy, I'm going to do a footy pre-season. Yeah, I think I was 15 or 16. I put my hand up and said I want to push myself at footy and then I, I feel like I was a pretty good junior. Like, you know, got by, took some marks, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> just took some marks. Yeah, just took a couple <laughs> marks. But then... Um, yeah, once I sort of focused on it, getting those pre-seasons in longer, it's almost like a longer season. You're playing a lot more footy. I just fell in love with it and yep. sort of put me yeah, uh, okay. in good stead for him now. Yeah, I didn't realise you were a bit torn, yeah. But you hear about a lot of guys who are like that, um, have to make a decision. You do have to make a decision with the commitment between one or the other. Absolutely. You get to a certain age and you have to make a decision, otherwise it's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I could, they always, you know, Scott Penelbury, they say, Oh, basketball background, you know. Well, Alex, Steve, Alex Steve Canelio is another Canelio, good yeah. example. He yeah. was um, he was tossing up between the two. He was pretty good at both. But you can't play high level at both. No. Uh, even like not at AFL or um, like state cricket level, but even if you go down, it's pretty hard to like, – it'd it be is. pretty hard to play waffle and um, grade cr- top and level yeah, grade cricket. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially nowadays with how long the – Footy pre-seasons are. They're making a bit shorter maybe there's a chance, you know. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But, you know, I always wanted to <laughs> Back do, to the I wanted COVID to do season. both. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to do both where, you know, play play high-grade cricket and then just play footy. But, yeah, you, you can't, especially, you know, with how professional, even at waffle level, like, it's mm. so professional. Everyone's got to, you know, you got to yeah. get the most out of yourself and if you're not, you're not going to get a game. So, yeah, that's you got to make a choice. It's an interesting point. Oh, I think it's pretty – waffle footy is pretty tough. Um, in the fact that you have to generally work full time or study, yeah, unless you're really lucky at the same time while you're doing it, yeah, um, yeah. It, unless you're like Brandon Ersig on the big bucks, so you don't have to work. Definitely not the case. <laughs> definitely not the case. I'm exposing so. him on the first. <laughs> no, I'm not a recruit, mate. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, sounds like you, you had, footy was a played a fair role while you were growing up but it wasn't like you were just like oh, for me for example i just love footy like i played a bit of cricket but i just love footy and you hear about some guys who just absolutely love footy and it's almost like they're destined to play afl mm-hmm. but sounds like you were a bit more maybe relaxed about it and like a bit of both yeah 100 percent. i was, I was on a, i love just love sports love being outdoors yep. love doing stuff trying new things um tennis was like one of the i was pretty good at, especially at young age i was pretty good at every sport if you've got a good hand-eye coordination you can you know, figure it out. But tennis, I just, I couldn't, and it frustrated me when I was a young kid, you know. I used to go down, I used to live in Darlington, um, used to play my cricket there, and there was tennis courts you could rent there, and we'd go there as a little family, and I was woeful, and I could not get it over the net, and it frustrated me. So that was one of the sports I put down pretty quickly. But, no, yeah, I was always always footy and cricket. I just, just loved being outdoors. And then once you get a bit older, you start to create a social life, and... So that's where cricket becomes a little bit frustrating because, you know, you lose all your weekend. And it's not so much that you want to go out partying or anything like that, but, you you know, I was living up in the hills where, you know, there's big dams and rope swings and things mm. like that you want to go do with your mates um, yeah. instead of playing 16, 20 hours of cricket on the weekend. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. It, I'm glad I made the choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, choice mate, I think it's worked out pretty yeah, well I for you. it's been okay so far. <laughs> yeah, Um so you played development squads. Obviously, you would have done that every year up until you were old enough to play Colts or noticed to give you a go at Colts footy. Um, so, like, debuted in 2018 Colts? 
I think. I think so. Oh, yeah, I think you did. Like I had that. a look, so I think you did. Um, yeah, it must be on there because I've got that. Like I said, it's all a blur. I've yeah, got yeah, no yeah. clue when. Do you what. remember your first Colts game? Oh, oh, twenty eighteen. No, I don't think I do. Yeah, because I don't reckon you only ended up playing fourteen. Um, Colts games, yeah. which you, what, was it really? was I, it? I don't know all this. Yeah. This is yeah, yeah, to yeah. Be this. I, I thought you would have played more, um, but obviously, I think some of that was like due to state duties because yeah. you played 16s as a 16 yeah. year old, and yeah. then did you play 18s two years? Yeah, well, technically, yeah. yeah, they cancelled our second year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogs, but yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not get into COVID. That. Oh, I know. Um, so yeah, you ended up playing 14 games. What was it like, um, if you remember, jumping between sort of the Colts and like the state programs? Like, how did you find balancing the different duties and having to jump between groups and that kind? Of, I don't know if you had any AIS um, involvement as well. Um, how did you find sort of juggling that as yeah. like a 16, 17 year old? Yeah, I think my first year as um, my first year as a state 16. I think they got rid of the AIS and said you just do these state academy things. So desperately, just they just get more blokes from each year state individually. You just go to like a training yeah, okay. camp, things like that. So I think I did that just before the 16s. Um, the big, I remember the just got my license. I think 2019. I think so. My, my under year of state 18s, and the biggest thing that was the hardest thing was driving. I remember the young kid, I was, you know, don't, you don't want to venture out too far sometimes in your little key area like I had. Um, you know, driving out that way, it was a big, you know, it was weird driving to training, whereas like coming to Bastion, I used to come with Casey Vandersloes, who was a kid I went to school with who was playing Colts at the time. So, yeah, just doing all that. But then, yeah, the biggest, I think the from Colts level to, you know, state level, there's a lot more kids at the Colts level training. You know, you got a lot of the under under. 15s, I think it's called, um, development programs, they come through the Colts training, so you get a lot of numbers, whereas you go down to state and it's like the refined sort of group and there's still lots of numbers there, but um, you've probably got four more coaches for individuals, like trainings, things like that. Um, it's a lot more regimented and, they, you know, they're really, they've got it all planned out. Um, there's just so much more support, I guess, and... Um, I guess probably a lot more money in it as well. So yeah. these these coaches have, um, you know, the access to leave work early and get there and make sure they're you know really present for the kids while they're at state training. I think that's really the challenge with you know district footy um, with Colts sort of levels. You know, you got I think most of them are volunteers and things like that. They just come down to help and they do the best they can. And and sometimes it's perfect. It's all you need. I've had some amazing coaches um, through all my juniors here at. Swans we'll and touch on Colts. And we'll yeah. touch on that later. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just like – I just – it's just footy. It's, I've always looked at it like yeah. no different from Kalamunda. The, the the standard is a lot better Yep. The, the more you move up. But I just – as long as you're having fun. They always say as long as you're having fun and you, when you get to a certain age you think, oh, it's not about fun. You know, they just say that. But it is, you know, 
if you're having fun, you're playing better footy and that's better for the team and so on and so forth. So Generally how it works, exactly yeah. Exactly right. 100% so. spot on. Um, so you didn't really find it tough, sort of, like when you come back from state duties, coming back into like the Colts, did you, you're not the type of person I think you would find that kind of thing tough, but did you ever find it tough having to come back and like play Colts, integrate back into training with the Colts guys? Yeah. Did you ever cop a bit from the Colts guys because you'd been off on state duties having to come back in or was it just pretty easy for you? I'd imagine it was pretty easy for you because yeah. the top person you are but yeah i reckon i reckon it was pretty easy but you do you get the old comment over from state and um you just got to take it on the chin you realize it's not they're not actually trying to be mean or anything like yeah. that it's all a bit of fun and um i found i've always found um i always had this sense of guilt when i came back which is the <laughs> weirdest weirdest emotion and i could never explain it but i'd come back in if because like i said 20 years i've always been home and i've always had like great relationships with every teammate Yep. Uh, or maybe I won't say that. There'll be one out there that won't like me. But, uh, <laughs> I don't, no, know. I don't just, know about that. I've always loved the club and, like, it's always been family for me. And so when I, like, take off to these state training sessions, I almost felt like I would dog my brothers that were back here mm. working, you know, working their butts off and stuff. So it was always this element of guilt when I came back and I could never put my finger on it then and probably wasn't only until I was 18, 19 when I realised what it probably was. Mm. Um but like, I, yeah, I just I had so much respect for the people I played with down here, um, regardless of what level it was. And so whenever I came back, it was like, it was like returning home. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. I, yeah, I, I felt that when you started playing league footy, which again we'll touch on in a little bit as well. But before, we're touching on everything. Oh, we're gonna, <laughs> mate. We have to. Um, but before we um, before we talk about like your senior footy and that, the, the time in the so obviously a bit more research, a bit more digging as well. <laughs> Your time in Colts included a finals run and a grand final. Oh no! And I've wiped this from my memory. Yeah, I know, mate. Way. And like, so, but I want to just ask you how that how that experience was. And one of the reasons I want to ask you as well is because at that age, even though you ended up losing your close one, and obviously that's a tough pill to swallow, still is, and no doubt it would be as well for anyone. Um, do you think like you took something out of that experience? Because they do say that you learn more from losing than yeah. you do from winning and Absolutely. especially at like a young age to do it as well. Like you don't like losing a grand final. You never want to lose a grand final. But do, like just if you can talk us through that experience, what you remember of it and like do you think you learned something from it? Do you think it helped build you a Absolutely. little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that was, that was a year we had, you know, I think I was probably, I was probably lucky lucky to be in the squad really um greg harding was a coach yep. that year um and greg was massive for my development and he really taught me what versatility meant as you know as a tall player mm -hmm. you know the option the the option to go forward or back whatever the team needs yep um never midfield though i wonder why but anyway yeah um, all tall mids these days <laughs> exactly what's going yeah. on i was yeah. before the curve but um <laughs> No, I remember in that grand final, we'd, we'd, had, we'd had a really good season going into it. Um, I can't remember the specifics, but we, um, yeah, grand final day. And I was actually playing forward. Um, okay. For those that don't know, I'm a, a key back and have been for quite a while now. Played all my league yeah, footy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Erst forgot to mention that. He didn't do enough yeah. Googling. Oh, um, got most of it. He'll get better. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, got I that. remember that day. It was just, oh, it was such a weird day. I couldn't find the footy. Playing up forward, we had you know, Jared Cameron, who was you know, he was a star at that point. He was, you know, f kicked the footy to Jared type type game. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I had a I had a couple marks. I ended up I ended up breaking my one of my ribs in that game. Oh um, really? 
took a mark on the goal line and a bloke had landed and had his foot on the ground so his knee was up. And I sort of just bent over his leg, but I took the mark on the goal line. Um, and then silly me, I think I went for a check side when I should have, I was like <laughs> two metres from the pole type stuff. This that's, is this is young and dumb type stuff. Yeah, that's sort of. I don't know if that's in your yeah, no, in your repertoire now, but it definitely wasn't then. then. I don't think I've ever practiced one <laughs> in my entire life. So I think I went to the check side and I bellied it and missed everything um, from yeah, no more than three meters out, and then on a very very tight angle. But anyway, and then I think I had one more shot that I took from a bit further out that I missed. Anyway, yeah, so I kicked kicked two points, and that was that was my impact for the day. And we ended up losing by two points, mm. so. There was always – I've always been a very um, devoted person and, you know, so like there was elements of like feeling like I let my team down and yep. I didn't have that good of a game um, in that final. And I remember sitting down with Greg Harding, I think, after and just talking about it. Um, took a bit of the uh, – what's the word? Took a bit of the shame out of it and the guilt that I had, you know, feeling like I let my teammates down like sort of what I touched on earlier. But, yep. um, yeah, there's heaps of learnings from that game, you know. Yeah. I remember I was like, I never want to play a game like that again where I just can't get into it, you know. So I tried to find different techniques to, you know, things that I can control to bring myself into a game like that. And for me now, um, letting you guys in on the secret, it's like physicality. Like if everyone ever sees me on the screen, um, you know, just pushing and shoving and like everyone's like, why is he doing that? He needs to stop. Like just focus on the footy. It's, you know, it might be, well, sometimes it's because that's the role you sort of get. Um, but other times it's like, oh, I feel like I'm not in this game right now. I feel like I can't read the footy. I can't have that impact. So I turn my attention to my player and trying to get him to focus on me to then hopefully give me more of a little bit of leeway. So, yeah, yeah. you know, he might look for me in a marking contest and I'm looking at the ball now because it's like I know he's going to look and I've got him agitated, things yeah. like that. So yeah. there's lots of learnings from that game, um, you know, trying not to take all the weight. And I know no one, no one blamed me. It was never that, but it was like I blame myself. So as a young kid, you know, you can sort of sit and think about it for a while. But even then, like, the best things about playing in grand finals, wins or losses, is the connections you create with those blokes. So yeah, I'm still great friends with a lot of those boys that were in that team. Yep. And, yeah, we didn't win that, that year and we were going to try and win it the next year. And, you know, with Colts regularly changing with blokes getting too old and things like that, I don't, I don't think it even came close. That's an unpredictable exactly competition, right. so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great, great experience and playing at Optus for the very first time. Oh yeah, um, first like year brand, at Optus, that would have been, new, yeah, I think yeah, it was. yeah. Um, that was that would have cool. been something. Yeah, I was like, it's almost you almost played the game in your head. When have you played here. AFL at Optus? No. Nah, so that's not. is that your only game no, at Optus so far? Optus <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So yeah, I'll, at least when I go and play there, hopefully this year, um, I'll have a bit of experience under the belt. Yeah, you know. we'll be there watching you. Fire in the belly. We'll be the, there watching you. I remember the goals I missed, and I, <laughs> I might sneak forward or something. Um, but it, it's good that like you can sort of you're able to process the fact that it's not all like it's not the end of the world. Like it's not all your fault. Like because that that's a big thing in footy. Like. There is it's a fine balance because there is the there is the part where you need to work out oh I'm never going to have a game like that again but then at the same time at that age to be able to and it probably helped talking to Greg about it but but to be able to process it and say well it's not actually like the end of the world not everything is my fault mm-hmm. it is just a game of footy I think that's a big learning with trying to play at like a higher level and it goes back to what you were saying about trying to enjoy yourself 
um, as well. Like if you're not enjoying absolutely. yourself, like you're not going to be able to to do what you do well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that was probably one of the bigger learning things. And I mean, I hold myself to the highest regard. I know. I, I, yeah, I'm very, very hard on myself, and I feel like that's half the reason I've got to to the level I am at now. Um, and it's the reason why I believe I'll, you know, I'll be able to continue building and go further is because of the high standard I set on myself. So, but it has its negatives, you know. Everyone thinks, oh, it's a really good thing, but you know, games like that where you sit and ponder. And yeah, but it sounds like you've got a bit of balance to go with that attitude. Absolutely. And like what you're touching on about the being physical and and that top thing, I've obviously shared the field with you for a season, not at AFL level, but at waffle level with with men. And um, oh, not yet. <laughs> um, and um, and like it's refreshing because there aren't many there aren't many defenders these days who actually start getting stuck into their forward and do that. That that kind of physicality has gone out of it a little yeah, bit. You sort absolutely. of like some of it's because you you don't always get like a hard matchup, or it's sort of like yeah, like I've got your matchup, but I'm trying to do my own thing as a defender. So yeah. it's actually a little bit refreshing to play yeah. with someone who's got that kind of a, approach. And I think it, I think it did help you, like yeah. from playing alongside you and seeing you sort of take that approach especially to guys who are senior and older yeah like for a young guy to come in and do that like i think it's refreshing so it's good that you're able to take that yeah absolutely i think that's held you in good stead i remember i'm trying to remember who it was it might have been nobes um yeah, when he was here. Braden Noble. Braden Noble. Sorry, yeah. yeah so, no, Braden Noble. Don't worry, mate. I might slip up, but I'll get you when you <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> um, Braden Noble. He'll love think, the shout out, though. Yeah, I think it was him. It might not be, but if it is. Let's um, just say it's him, mate. Yeah, we'll yeah. say it's him. I remember at training one time, because uh, I've always I've always been like that, like um, like quite physical, like my matchup's my matchup. My objective is to stop him from kicking goals and then to stop him from getting touches. That's always been my... Yep. Defensive philosophy, I guess, and I remember at training one time I was doing it to him, and this would have been a, a senior training. Yeah, because no, Braden Noble plays a senior player. Sorry, he plays yeah. league footy. Yeah, um, is he still down here? Yeah, yeah, he's still down here. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, I've got to catch up with him. Yeah, he's, he's been up. He's, he's been up. He's been on the farm. Yeah, helping so. out on the farm. So I think that's I haven't seen, seen him so as I much. He might have hung up the boots. Nah, nah, nah. He's not. He might have been thinking about doing it, but he's not hanging up the boots. I won't, so. I won't let him. He's got to <laughs> hang around. Um, but yeah, anyway, we yeah. digress. But yeah, and I think he because um, like it's annoying. It's like especially when you're training, you're like, no one wants to do that. Like, come on, let's just you know go at the footy and you know see who wins sort of thing. But I was still there honing my craft, trying to figure out what worked, things like that. And he's a very good forward, so I was like, you know. Who better than to do it to yep, him? Yeah, and I, th- uh, if I'm correct in it being um, no, is he sprayed me or something, and then after told me it was good. And it's funny how that translates. I was playing on Luke Bruce, um, a Hawthorne yep. forward legend. I think it? everyone knows. Yeah, just, just in case, <laughs> um, Luke Bruce. And I remember we're doing like um, not even match sim, but like just a drill that was rather like it was game like. And I think that week I was playing on. Western Bulldogs maybe playing on Cody Waitman or something. So they were like match up on um, Luke Bruce. He's very similar. Um, and, yeah, I just did my usual thing. Like I, I'm in the game mode now. So I'm physical. I'm bumping him. I'm stopping him. And, like, he's an older player. So they don't like stuff like that. So, you know, he's throwing the backwards elbow, things like that, trying to get me. And he did. He got me a few times. Yeah. And, like, he's annoyed at me. He's yelling at me. Like, I'm not giving away free kicks, but he's yelling at me and... And then I remember after he came up to me on the track at the end of the game and just said, mate, like, I love that. Absolutely love it. He goes, I, or he goes, I hate it. I hate being pushed around. I hate, like, you know, 
guys doing that. I just want to play footy. Yeah. He goes, but that's like, it's so perfect when you actually, because he's a bit older now. He's like, you know, I find myself switching off in drills like this and just going through the motions. He's like, but when I got a player like you sitting there being a pest, as much as it annoys me, it makes me better and switches him on. And, and I'm thinking, you know, it's a really great point because I do it in games, but why not do it? And I make my opponents frustrated. So why don't I do it in training to my teammates? So then when their opponents do it, yeah. it becomes just like, Practice that, okay, what you're gonna do. here we go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. they find other ways to get out of it, stuff like that. So it's weird how those those translatable skills, you know, you can use it against the opposition, but also use it against your teammates. And then mm. they, and we've sort of digressed, as you said, we've That's worked all right. Around. That's but all yeah, right, And then like you can ready your teammates more. And then it's part of the, like, the brotherhood family. Yeah. If you're making them better, then they're going to play better. If, you know, yeah, and it, evidently they're going to make you better and things like that. So yeah, it's a rather cool cycle, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and it's funny how it translates to the sort of like the the top level. Mm-hmm. Like hearing hearing that example, because I know for a fact that um, Nobes he hates that kind of stuff, yeah. like especially at training, he hates it. Um, even though he'd, boy, he'd love it after, nobs. yeah, he'd, he'd oh he'll be, he'll listen. I'll make him listen. <laughs> he he um. He'd love it after, like you said, but he absolutely would hate it. I, I just know him. Um, but it's funny how, like, someone like Luke Bruce, who's obviously had a great career already, well established, he hates it as well. Mm. But then the other funny thing that you said there, and like, we have really digressed because this is a bit of just like <laughs> key defender talk, I just real started, happy you know? about it. But <laughs> it's funny how he said it makes him better. Do you reckon, like, you have to find a balance between which people you do it to and which you don't? Because I would think that most forwards would probably hate it, like would hate it if you just in it. But some might be like, "All right, here we go. Like this yeah. is getting me up and about." Yeah. Like, do you do you do you think about that oh, when you're playing bit, against someone? A little bit. We in similar regard. We that's like feedback. It's very similar. You know, you can't give stern feedback to some people because they won't respond the same way. And, yep. Um, you know, we've got a we've got a bloke who's now come back for Hawthorne. And Emerson Jacko is a young, I think he's a year older than me. And, yep. Um. Yeah, he just doesn't respond more to, to physicality. And I remember one time we were doing a, a match sim. Um, for those that don't know me, I tell lots of stories, so I need to get Earth to make sure I don't ramble on. But That's anyway, right. I love the stories. Uh, he was walking back to the goal square or something, and I was on the B team or whatever. It was my first year. And he's walking back to the goal square, and I was just sitting there pushing him, like making it hard for him to get back to the goal square. And we had Mitch Lewis, who's absolutely exploded last season. Yep. He's going to do the same this year. Yep. Um, he just turned around and screamed at me like, no one does that in the AFL, like, cut it out, you idiot, type stuff. And I didn't because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just doing it. I'm not surprised then, that you yeah, kept doing and it. And we, we had a bit of a we, – we exchanged words, me and Mitch Lewis, and I think eventually we went upstairs and we spoke about it and he sort of spoke about how in those sorts of situations a player like Emerson Jekko, who's a very poised, extremely skillful sort of player um, who's now come back – and is using all those attributes as a backman, mm. um, doesn't respond well to that sort of stuff in, in a training situation. You know, he doesn't have the stimulus in yep. in a training situation to actually overcome it and then sort of finds himself going into his shell. Yeah, okay. Which for me is a really good thing because, you know, I was, in, I was on the B, side, a B team trying to show my, show my skills. So yep. playing on a player that's maybe checked out a little bit was perfect. Um, but, you know, and then Mitch Lewis straight up turned around and said, like, I love that stuff. I love it. Come do that to me and like see what happens. Jacob Kaczynski, another um, up and coming Hawks forward, yep. hates it. He hates it, but he loves it at the same time. Like it annoys him, but he loves it. 
the amount of exchanges me and he's my locker buddy. And yeah, we're, okay. We're great friends. I love love Cozzy. Yep. Um, yeah, the amount of times he's elbowed me, he's straight out punched me in the face a few times. Mitch Law's done the same because it's just that. Really? Oh, out of training? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, couple, we'll say jumper punches. Yeah, okay. It'll be good. Um, <laughs> just one trying time, to make it sound a bit better, are you? Because <laughs> he came over the top and straight up socked me. Are you gonna? Um, is the next thing you're gonna say? You should have seen what the other bloke looked like. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think I probably just ran away or something, <laughs> knowing me. Um, but like those two boys, they love it. They love the physicality and they they thrive off it. And you see their training lift. Yeah. Um, whereas going with Emerson Jekyll back to him with someone like him being over the t- like I'm being more physical than I would be in a game because it that's it's a lot more consuming to do that in yep. terms of energy. Um. So you do it in training to try and get better at it, but you yeah, know, so it's over the top. Yep. And, you know, you wouldn't receive stuff like that. And then, um, you know, for Jekka, who who's really focusing on his skills and things like that, um, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. Like he's already very good in that area. So what's the, what's the point sort of thing? Yeah. Let him focus on what he needs to focus on for that training session. So there's definitely these elements to it of, yep. of picking your people. Yep. Um, and it's also, you know, the people that love it are normally better at it. So you want to go match up on them to try and make yourself better quicker. So yeah. You just find your way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it sounds like, well, it's the type of thing that builds a good culture when you can do that kind of stuff out at the tr- on the track, like you're having a crack at each other, jumper punches, but then you can talk about it later and absolutely. be fine as well. So yeah. it's it's got a benefit in that regard That's too. That's the feedback thing, exactly right. You know, you, the people you give things like that and if they don't they don't like it they can come speak to you and some people won't some people don't have the the skills yet to actually it's it's uncomfortable as you know you spray someone it's uncomfortable to then go up to them and not retreat and be like oh i'm sorry you know but if you if you feel true about your point it's then uncomfortable to then stick with it and you know have that tough conversation but once you do once you break it down you know all right i've had it that many times this pre-season alone i've gone down six weeks of me and someone going back and forth on a point and then it's like, all right, pause, it's vision. We'll go watch vision. Yep. And because like I saw my – I've seen it from my eyes, you've seen it from your eyes, we're seeing different stories. Mm. Let's go watch the vision where it's a neutral camera and we see anything. And half the time you end up going up and looking at the vision and seeing what's happening. And from your own perspective, it's – you're both right. And yep. it's like, okay, well, how do we do this in a different way to where – both of our points are being because we're both obviously valid points at a very high level where people know football. Yep. How do we work it so it's going to be beneficial and most efficient thing possible? Yeah, and I think that's where you sort of you cross over into being in a really good space as teammates when it's not just a shouting match when Absolutely. you can actually do something like that. Absolutely. I think yeah. it, it sort of falls down if all it is is just the initial spray and there's no follow up and there's no actual proper genuine conversation that's going to be had about it. Absolutely, but that's where you find breakdowns of relationships, things yeah. like that, and which and is so funny because it's a tiny step, and it's probably the easiest step once you get used to it. And the yeah, the deeper relationship you can create with people on the field, and then it will translate off the field. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say back to the balance thing, you know. Yeah, you know, that's if right. You're happy, you're having fun. Yeah, and, and and like you say, it's a tiny step, but in terms of even even if you just look at on-field success, if it's a it's a massive thing that's because, huge. well, like at AFL level, there's obviously differences in um how talented or experienced each team is, but like pretty much everyone that's playing AFL can play and these are the yeah. types of things that can make a big difference at Absolutely. the end of it all. Yeah. Um, 
we definitely digressed, yeah, but, I, but I loved it. I loved it. Don't no need to apologise at all. Um, but that that Colts just quickly going back to that Colts mm. grand final team again. I was having a look, and geez, there are a lot of players in that side who went on to play or are still playing league footy at Swans and or got drafted. So like Jake Pacini, yeah. Jared Cameron, Riley Garcia, they. All got drafted along yeah. with yourself. Um, Paddy Farrant and Graydon Wilson have played league footy. Yeah. Nath Island, yeah. uh, Matty Germs, Seb Bright, Bainey, they're all in and amongst the senior program at the moment. Yeah. Uh, even Joey Hinder, he is a freshly crowned premiership, waffle premiership player. Unfortunately, it's at another club yeah. with West Perth, but it was a pretty, pretty talented side. Yeah. Like absolutely. It would have been pretty pretty even, good playing with some of those boys. Absolutely. Even at that level, I feel like it was still untapped. You know, you got, yeah, Joey who has had his run of injuries, but, you know, he's bounced back and felt like he'd be better off for his development in another club and, and good to, good on him for that. Yeah. And it's got him a flag and things like that. So um, you do, you know, you Paddy Farrant, poise, skillful, mm. Jared Cameron, speed demon, oh, you know, I Talk about all these people forever. Jake Vecini, yeah. a glove, you know, yeah. a great defender. Um, Nathan Ireland, Spag, yeah. you know, he's just lanky, tall. I don't know how like, he's got the nickname Spaghetti, but I think there's a, I don't know how he got that because he's definitely the second Spaghetti out of the Spaghetti's at the club. Like you're never gonna, you're never gonna crown, um, take over from Tony Knott. No, you're not. But no, anyway, I think Noddy might have given it to him to try to take a bit yeah, of the head off himself. Maybe, maybe, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. No, we had a, we had a great team. But mm. the best thing about it was it was. It was all team orientated. We had so many stars and, you know, just weapons. But like they'd bring their weapons to benefit the team. It wasn't, oh, I'm going to go get as many touches as I can or do a long run and step six people and try and kick a goal. It was, you know, I'm going to do my thing, bring my skills to try and make sure the team's better and then find someone to finish the job off, maybe. Yep. Things like that. So we had a really, really good balance between showing off your personal attributes and playing for the team. So I think Greg was really good in that regard. Yeah, I think it's a good reflection of like some of the work that Greg's done for a lot of uh, Greg Harding that is for a lot of years, and and also just the development program at um, the club. Like yeah. Swans have always been known to be pretty good at um, developing young talent, and you look at like those names. That's almost half the side, yeah. and they're either playing league footy at the club or higher honours, or have played league footy at the club. So it's pretty um it's pretty good to see. Um, so we'll like you transition to senior footy. So I think I think the so that was 2018, 2019, Having a look, I think you played a fair bit of the first half of the Colt season, but yeah. you didn't feature in the second. And I think you made your league debut late in twenty nineteen. You yeah. played two games, one, one game, played one game. And yeah. what do you was that the last game of the year? or Was it prior no, to? It was a, oh, it was a yeah, few sure. more games. I um, it was some there's some weird rule with um, like league footy something to do with you can't play unless you played another type of senior footy and it wasn't until I played so I played played the first half of the year as a Colt Mm -hmm. um I was trying to crack into the 18 squad as an underager yep um as a 17 year old yeah yeah, as a 17 year old and I remember the first game I was a chance to play at Perth we're versing Vic um I'm not sure which Vic it was but I rocked up and I was told I was a chance to play um there was two other 18-year-olds, it was their draft year, um, who were a chance to play as well. It was um, Peter Sumich picking between us three. Okay. Um, and I sort of rocked up to the game, ready to play, tried to be as well-prepped as possible with such a weird 
running. Yep. And he just went, yeah, no, nah, mate, you're not playing. We're yeah, going okay. to play some of the, the guys who it's their draft year, which is absolutely understandable. Um, so I didn't make that game. And then the next game was against South Australia at Optus and the team lost that. Um, but, yeah, so didn't get didn't get a call up at all then. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, and then the next week was um, us versus Allies yep. over in Adelaide. And, yeah, got the call up that week after playing a really, really good game against Claremont here at Swan District. In Colts. Um, yep, Colts. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, just battled it out. Cal Jameson, who's on West Coast list, yep. Tall Ruckman, was yep. playing in that game as well. And I think he he did. Sorry, I don't think he did. Um, he came over to Adelaide with us and we, we ended up both playing in the Colts the week before and then playing State oh, the week yeah. after. There you go. Um, won that game and, and, and put a pretty good foot forward to be selected the next week and I did. I so played that was selected for the, the league? The last, no, that was the last game of the State. Sorry, games, yep. Um, against Vic Metro. I was oh, okay. confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could be Vic Country, sorry, but... Either or, yeah. The championship game it was, they called it, because it was... We both lost a game. Yeah, we yeah. were winning or, like, I don't know how it works. But, yeah, so I played them games and then... Um, yeah, it was it was a weird, it was a massive turn of events. I played two very very good games, and all of a sudden you got you know draft gurus starting to mention your name, and things are flowing. And I go home, and um, I think I was yeah, I think I got home on the Wednesday or something. Came down to training or something on the Thursday, then went and worked Swan District training. Swan District yep. training, sorry, yep. and no, then no, went no, was right. going to Macca's. Um, Which is where work, you worked at the time. Yeah. So what were you doing? There. What were you doing? Just quickly, what were you doing at Macca's? What was your main oh, job? I was slipping burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cooking them up. Which Macca's? Midvale. Okay. Macca's Midvale. I reckon um, there would have been some tasty burgers going through at that was. stage. Probably started my uh, skinnies climb. <laughs> was uh, working at Macca's. But now I was thinking I was going in there for a late night shift after training or something. And like I was walking in. I vividly remember getting out of my little key Rio. <laughs> I take a step out the thing and all of a sudden I've got a phone call coming through. It was um, Adam Pickering. Yep. And yep. I th- I'm, I'm almost certain I had his number saved, but, you know, I could have not. <laughs> um, and I've answered, walking into my shift, oh, hello, how are you, how you going? Oh, hey, mate, good, yeah, good. Um, bit of small talk and he goes, oh, yeah, by the way, you're playing this weekend. He was the league coach. He was the league yep. coach at the time. Yep. Right? You're playing this weekend. Right? Yeah, Colts. We're playing Colts. Where? No, no, you're playing league. Oh, all right. Oh, shit. All right. And I was <laughs> so excited. I was, and then all of a sudden I've got to calm down and go into my Macca's shift where no one cares about footy, so I can't tell anyone, oh, my God, I'm playing league this weekend. That's probably a good thing <laughs> yeah, to bring exactly you down right, a little exactly. bit. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so then all of a sudden I was debuting um, for Swan Districts that weekend. So you found out on the Thursday night? I think so, And yeah. you trained, what, you trained with the senior group or I you trained with the Colts? I reckon I trained with the Colts. So I you reckon. hadn't even really I, had I any... No clue. I never, never trained with um, yeah. any of you boys. I, I reckon I was meeting half of you. Yeah, yeah, I okay. Well, I think that year as well we were... Um, league side was very average. Yeah. Uh, finished bottom of the ladder. Yeah. Um, I wasn't actually playing that year. Oh, that's I, was, why. I was out. There you um, go. Let's say that's the reason <laughs> why. Definitely. Um, I was. I was helping out the coach's box, though, so you could yeah. say that maybe I was the reason why <laughs> yeah, exactly. we finished bottom. But that's a good point. yeah, so yeah, that's interesting. You got the call on a Thursday night. Hadn't even trained with the senior group, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden on the Saturday, you're going to be playing your first game of yeah. league footy. I imagine the next couple of nights might have been a little bit sleepless. Oh, it was. Oh, I remember. I was. I was almost. Uh, <laughs> called in sick the <laughs> shift. I was ready to run home I think uh, I think my shift started at something like seven or something and 
Pickers would have called me at 6.55. Great and then I would have just paused the shift and called mum real quick. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I did, yeah, I called mum and let her know and she was ecstatic and mm. then told her to tell dad because I had to go work. Yep. Um, but, yeah, and then it was like – it was just like the fastest turn of events, you know. Yeah. Colts didn't get picked up. Well, we oh, And then playing, okay, play good, play again. All right, league. Yeah, so you reckon there was a rule where you had to have played state yeah. footy to yeah. play league. I wonder yeah. if that still I'm exists. Certain, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's something like that because a lot of the PSA kids weren't allowed to play yeah, resis okay. or league or anything like right. that until they – either reached a certain age or played a higher level of football. But so if you haven't played, if you're not in the state program, mm. but you're in the Colts program yeah. and you want to play league, do yeah. you have to go play like amateurs or something? No, I think you've got to be, I think you just have to wait till you're 18 or something. Yeah, okay. Because I think I was, I yeah. was just turned 17 yeah, 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 when, yeah. when they got the call up. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I was going to touch on this, your first game, preparation for your first game. I know oh, this story, this you've probably good. rolled this out a few times, but we want to. try to keep it hush. Yeah. We want to hear about it. So <laughs> tell me about the – I'll let you tell the story. Tell me about your lead-up and preparation on Saturday on game day leading into your first ever game of league footy when you hadn't – when we just found out you hadn't trained with any of the boys. You didn't really know half the boys. <laughs> tell us about it. I was on I was on SEN the other day with Brad Shepherd and Tim Gossett. I Jim heard it. And Pickers rung in. Or yeah. he sent a text yeah. to Tim and ratted me out. Yeah, no, so – Oh, I've, I just got to own it. I, I did. I was about an hour late to our <laughs> league. How? Uh, to my league debut. Explain to us how you were late. Oh, there's lots. There's lots of excuses. But, um, no, I just, I was just. I thought I was on time. You know, we rocked. Colts was yet to be there an hour before the game. Yep. I think. I think Pickers was two hours. Or was he an hour and a half? Oh, he would have been. Let me. I reckon, think. I reckon he would have been an hour. I reckon he would have been. Yeah, maybe hour forty. Yeah, it might have been two hours at the time. Like but I think like yeah. last season it was probably about an hour forty. But yeah, yeah. And I remember I just it was at East Frio and had mum, had dad and the stepmum driving, and uh, you always want to be early, so you know, come on, guys, it's going, and you know they're driving, things like that. A young kid, it's all taken out of your own hands. Um. But yeah, and then just I walked in. I just walked in like so. No phone calls or anything. No, nothing. Yeah, okay. Like I didn't. I'd never been told like what time to. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised you weren't getting Um, calls. No, nothing. I'm surprised Pickers wasn't trying to call you. (laughs) I walked in and I I thought I was on time. I was like, I'm early, sweet. I mean, I see all the boys in their warm up gear and (laughs) the boots are on, and everyone's here except me and. I was like, oh, far out. Oh, here we go. And like, I think they wanted to do like a jump, little jumper presentation. And yeah, like that three quarter time of the prior yeah, game normally. Yeah, I think I was late to that. <laughs> so I said to him, I was like, don't worry about trying to find the family. I was like, let's just do this. Yeah. And just, and who well, presented your jumper to you? Who ended up presenting? Do you remember? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't okay. remember. I don't think it. No, I don't even know if they did it. Oh, I'm trying to remember. No, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was, not a bl- it was that much of a yeah. blur because yeah. I was that late and. Trying not to laugh and um, I think we lost that day. I'm yeah, trying to recall. From memory, I think. Yeah, yeah. but I ended up um, – did you want to talk about my injury? In yeah, game? mate, yeah. The, yeah. the floor is yours. Um, yeah, I was going to get to it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like 20 seconds to go and th- I didn't – I was – I didn't play a good game. I didn't do anything. I was just parked up at full back or back pocket and just stood there and looked pretty um, – pretty ugly, that is. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, and then – Three quarter times, almost about to roll around, and I think someone stepped me on the wing, and I run to you know chase them down, 
And as I did, I got him holding the ball. It was my only tackle for the day. And I got him holding the good ball. Good one. A good um, one at least. But in, in doing that, I, as I twisted around him, um, I'd ripped my shoulder out of its socket. Do you know who it was? No, I'm not sure. I don't. Yeah. It, I know the face. I just yeah, okay. don't know the name. Okay. We'll have to um, track him down. We'll have to track <laughs> him down. We'll look at, look at East Frere's list. <laughs> um, yeah, and ripped it out of its socket. And I wasn't sure what was going on. I'd never, never had a big injury really before yeah. that. Um, but I remember my right arm feeling like it was like touching my ankle. It was felt that long. And I was like, it felt like a stinger. Now I know what a stinger is. Oh. So I've sort of skipped over to the boundary line. I've got the free kick. And Tony Knott being Tony Knott's run over there, <laughs> picked up the ball and trying to kick a barrel from seven, no, like 80 out um, against the wind. But anyway, I've run over there. And as I've skipped over the sideline, the siren's gone. And it's like my shoulder just sucked back into its socket. Yep. Don't know what that was, but oh, well, I'm, my league debut, I'm going back out there. Yeah. So I went back out, three-quarter time, huddle, and like was fine. Didn't didn't feel it, didn't have any issues, played the last quarter, probably was my better quarter. Um, <laughs> sparked did, you. Yeah, sparked me. Did woke me up. Um, it's because, you know, I was so late. <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah, that, mate. Took me that long to warm up. Yeah. No, but yeah, played the fourth, <laughs> and um, it wasn't until I got into the change rooms after when um, Elise, um, I don't actually know her name, she got married. The physio at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's come over and said, you know, what, what was that you're doing with your shoulder? I said, you oh, know her name. Know. You do know her first name. Like, least, yeah. yeah that's, so that's all right. Well. <laughs> that's, that'll, do, that'll do. You don't um, need to know the surname. <laughs> she um, she came up, what was going on with your shoulder? I said, I don't know. I just sort of, I just felt, it just felt a bit weird, whatever. And she put her hand on top of my shoulder. I remember it vividly. And then put her hand in, in the nook of my elbow and just sort of gave it a little pull down. And there it was. It popped straight back out again. Um, and, and like you could see my shoulder socket. Oh, yep. you know, she's like, "Oh shit, put that back in." And um, she's like, "Yeah, mate, no, nah, you're like, you ruined shoulder in my league debut." And I don't think it sunk in. Like we were talking about earlier, the whirlwind of emotions of things rolling. Mm. And then yeah, we get we get. Um, I got home that night, and I remember laying. It was the worst night's sleep probably I had in my entire life. The yeah. swelling in my shoulders, agonizing pain. Couldn't lay on my back. Couldn't lay on my front. Couldn't lay anyway. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, so we just we figured it out. And I think that, that next weekend I was um, under the knife getting surgery to make sure I could Pick be back for a, um, a full pre-season leading into my draft. Yeah. So it was a massive, like, Big massive come up and then just, like, yeah. but, uh, we talked about it earlier, like, the lessons you learn. I was always a pretty positive kid. Yep. Um, yep. Silver linings. Yep. I was so grateful it happened, which sounds so backwards, but I was, like, I remember being on cloud nine so much, you know, I was shot into draft contentions from my state games, come back and playing league and like, like it just couldn't, like life couldn't have been going any better yeah. in terms of my football. And then, so it was just such a good humbler, sit down, hey, this is where you're at. Now you've got to focus on rehab, getting your shoulder back mm. so that leading into your draft year, you can put your best foot yeah. forward. So it's that a good was, take on it. Yeah, really. it was my, uh, change things up. I asked Maccas, hey, I need to, I still need to work. I've got things to do. Um, what can I do with a broken shoulder? Well, not a broken shoulder, you know, so a, what a bad you, shoulder. What so did you transition to? Just moved to? under tills. <laughs> Started serving <laughs> Mate, you could have flipped burgers with one hand, well, surely. I, have, I, was, I just needed to get out of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I had two weeks in a sling and then it was like um, Nick Caputi, who was the physio for State at the time, yep. was huge. He was like, you know, your biggest thing is your range of motion with your shoulders. Like that's your that's your one with taking these marks where you can reach all the way Highest back point. over your head. And yep. Um, he's like, if, you know, if you lose range of motion in that by not doing your rehab and stuff like that, you mm. know, there's a serious chance you will never play footy like you used to. Yep. 
like a massive slap in the face and you know, he just told me do rehab you know once a day and there I was trying to do it three times a day trying I asked him I said like what's overdoing it look like and he's like you know if you just sit there all day and do it I said well, I'm not gonna do that <laughs> um, I'm young I've got video games to play so I'll, <laughs> I'll um do it three times a day that's um, yeah. as much as possible in Macca's drive-through windows things like that I was just Whatever I could do to try and get that last fight. So, like, if you know, you get your hand above your head as if you're raising a question and reaching back. Yep. Like, that was my biggest limitation that I probably had this much range. Uh, for those that can't tell, probably 30 degrees of range I couldn't reach. Yep. Um, yeah, just I was like, that was once I got it to good range, I was like, all right, well, how can I get it better? How can I get it better? How can I get it better? Um, and that was all I focused on, mm. really. And that was my whole summer. That was my whole summer. I was doing that and I hated it. I loved it. I hated it. I loved it. Yeah. Mm. But like I said, it was an emotional roller coaster. But it was like so good for my development, not only as a pretty player, but also as a person. Yeah, absolutely. So it sort of put me in good stead for other injuries I had because, like, now I know what the rehab process yeah. is like. And yeah, well, exactly. If to, you hadn't had one before, and, like that. and also just self discipline at the time as well yeah. would have been would have been a good um good lesson out of it all. So yeah, you had a massive. 2019 and then you've obviously you're obviously doing your rehab were you were you back for the start of the you were back for the start of the in time for the start of the 2020 or yeah yeah. so so yeah obviously 2020 was your draft year um you've just had a massive year in 2019 like you're saying ended on a bit of a low in terms of an injury but up and down Mm -hmm. um then we're getting ready for 2020 and then um covid hits yeah. Um, were you training with the league team? League side, yeah. yeah. yeah the, I, I thought so. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, couldn't um, remember I was too young for him. He didn't <laughs> care about me that much. Well, yeah, we'll touch on that. But yeah, so COVID hits and we don't end up playing for um, a couple of months. So, mm. like, I mean, if you thought your 2019 was um, crazy, <laughs> yeah. I imagine your 2020. It wasn't done. The roller coaster oh, was up and down. I imagine again. 2020 would have been. Um, even worse, but like, that was your first, even though we only played eight games, that was your first regular season of league footy because you yeah. played every game. Yeah. I do remember, um, like from my perspective, I didn't know that much about you. I hadn't played the year before, but I, I'd watched, obviously watched you play that, that league game and I, I wasn't established as like a league player myself because mm-hmm. I'd played like, Oh, at that stage, well, I'd probably only played like 12 league games across a few years because of like that. injuries and yeah. stuff like that. So I remember thinking like, he's a threat. <laughs> he's got but he's got two surnames, but at least <laughs> one, of them, one of them's Barass, yeah. which I'm, I'm pretty happy with. Um, for anyone that knows me, I'm pretty happy with that. But yeah, I actually thought like, it's a bit threatening. Like I'm trying to find my way. I'm trying to – because – you initially when you play in league footy as well you're worried about cementing your spot like you start to become a lot more team focused once you feel more comfortable but naturally anyone is just trying to find their feet and trying to get a regular game and become like a regular league player i was still at that place so i actually thought like because we had tony not down back as well and i thought well this kid he's coming in he's he's gonna get drafted like He's going to get played <laughs> like bloody hell. I'm, all of a sudden, I was hoping I've gotten over the back. I've had the back surgery. That. I've gotten over the back, blah, blah, blah. I'll, um, I'll finally play some league footy. Um, but like, it ended up all working out, obviously. Um, I think the COVID, the, the break from COVID helped because I'd done my back in a practice. I don't know if you played in the practice yeah. match against West Coast, no. the night game. No. no, I'd done my back again there. and then But then the next day we got told that, we were. I think it was the next day we got told we we're off for 
a couple of months, which yeah. probably helped. But yeah, anyway, so that's where I was at, and then it ended up. Um, it ended up obviously blossoming into a great um, partnership, partnership, partnership relationship. Yeah. But um, yeah, like so, your first year, how did how did that all go? Obviously, you would have had your eye on playing league footy. I'm guessing, knowing yeah. you, you would have had your eye on trying to play league footy. Absolutely. What was it like coming into like your first season of league footy? Obviously, you had the taste in 2019, but with COVID hitting yeah. and all that kind of stuff. No, what, absolutely. What was that like? Oh, it was, oh, it, was weird. it was frustrating. Like, you know, your draft year, you, you want to play as much footy as possible, show your talents as much as possible. And, yeah, when the – I didn't uh, – initially when they post they postponed it, they said, you know, we're just pushing it back for a little bit, wait yeah. for this stuff to die down a little bit. Yep. Um, but then there was, you know, there was rumours floating around that they were just going to cancel it. And I was, like, not nervous. Like, I, I know I'd put myself in reasonable stead. With a couple of good state games, a league debut, mm. some good Colts footy before that. Yep. Um, but I just didn't want to rely on because then all of a sudden, if that was the case, it'd just be interviews. They'd triple the interviews, um, trying to find out who you are as a person a lot more. And I'm just you want to you want to let your footy do the talking. So I was a little bit nervous, um, but only WA was we were amazing through COVID in terms of keeping staying safe here yeah even in that year just shutting um, everyone else yeah, out we literally kept <laughs> we, at that point it, i didn't mind yeah, now, yeah. But, but now i'm in melbourne it was very frustrating yeah, uh, so yeah. No, but anyway it depends on where you were exactly you thought it was right. a good if, thing you, or not. if you had everyone here it was perfectly fine yeah um but yeah i remember it was just like uh well if one i didn't want i i'm not someone that enjoys preseason i love playing football <laughs> i love games um you know i love the actual like you know game play yeah you know yeah physicality stuff like that yeah and remember we had the cones cut down the middle of the middle of the training track. Split up on yeah. nights and you weren't allowed to go over. We weren't allowed to share footies. We're so in our own groups. You're, yeah. you're in your own groups and you've only got 15, 20, if you're lucky, in your groups. All of a sudden skills become a bit hard. It's harder to do gameplay because it's such a small field. Um, and the most you got to – and like if you – some days you wouldn't get to go with, you know, your little group, you know, you're really good mates. I was, half the time wasn't with you. Yeah. You're on the other side of the field. So the I was only time you off, get to I see was like, yeah. someone take you <laughs> yeah, out. Literally. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just remember we used to sit down and stretch, like sitting 15 metres apart. And like that was the closest we all got as a team. Mm. And it was tough. It was, it was weird. But I'm just so glad we got to play. It was only eight games. But honestly, in those times, you'd take what you can get yeah. and you'd run as fast as you can. So, yeah. No, we did. We ended up playing the eight games and such a short season. Yeah, I felt like we did so much, like in terms of team bonding, in terms of well, me personally creating relationships, yep. developing, um, all as I'm turning 18 as well. Yeah. Like, you know, you're still the young boy coming in and you've got a lot of these older fellas that are, you know, 25. How, you, were, you were, how old are you? 20? I would have, what, 20, 20, I was 27. Yeah, yeah. 27. How, how, did, it, how did it feel like... Obviously, you touched on, and there was a lot of uncertainty for everyone. Yeah, but how did it? Um, how did it actually feel stepping in, like round one, stepping into the league side? Like, how did you feel? Because yeah. you came across as like um, confident and like yeah. sure about yourself. Yeah. But how did how did you feel? Like, what were you thinking? Like coming into the back line, playing mm. league footy. Like, yeah, I remember. I've always been. For those that know me, I've, I'm a very confident person, and I. I find the issue when meeting new people is when I get in those uncomfortable situations, that confidence turns into arrogance and um, I start projecting a little bit, trying to force people to see what I can do instead of just doing it. And I think that with your, you guys' older experience, you know, you, Noddy, 
Howie. Um, Howie. Steve-O. Steve-O. Such an older group is about you guys maybe understood that in a way and you didn't just take it as me being this arrogant little loser. You know, you'd, <laughs> you um, I really, I just, I just instantly, instead of having those little insecurities when you meet new people, I just felt so embraced and then that's when my true self sort of came out. And I always, I always, I've always told everyone this, but I've always felt, I always felt like I was a little brother to you four, especially. You know, you guys are all these old, and I didn't even know you hadn't even spent your spot. But at that point, it felt like you had, with the way you were training and stuff like that. Um, it was like you guys, you guys were so connected, and you just let me into the group. Sort of, I just pop my head in, and I'm listening and asking questions, and mm. that's what made it so much easier. And we, uh, going back to it, because everything's interrelated, you know. I was having so much fun with you blokes off the field on training sessions, after training sessions in the gym, things like that. Yep. Um, that I was having so much fun on the field. You know, I just I was enjoying so much football, I was enjoying everyone's company, and then I, my better footy came out. Um, so it, uh, that's the biggest downside to only the eight game season was I didn't get more time with you guys. Yeah. Before I um yep. got drafted. But. And it's true because I, I even remember like early doors and we've talked about this as well. Mm. I was a bit – like once we started playing, like probably the first couple of games, I was a bit um, uncertain because Noddy had moved forward. Mm-hmm. Eventually, like eventually yeah. he, he actually played forward and then I don't know, I might have had a conversation with Howie about it even but I just rem- – or I remember thinking like – this bloke just flies for everything. Yeah. Like we, it, I think we took <laughs> we took a while to adjust, and I was just like, "How how is this?" At the start, I was like, "Oh, is this gonna work?" This bloke, like he's yeah. just flying for buddy everything. Like one minute you're there, and then all of a sudden someone's come over the top. You turn around, it's Buddy Denver. But like it turned into like you said, like we ended up having a really good um, relationship, and we, I, well, I think consider all things considered. Given that we we're both pretty inexperienced in terms yeah. of playing league footy, we um we formed a pretty good um, partnership, Absolutely. like as the key defenders playing in that year. Absolutely. So it turned into like I enjoyed it heaps as yeah. well, being able to play with you, and it gave me like a bit of a boost. I was playing like Howie, Howie's a really good mate of mine. Steve O obviously as well, and then like having you added into that, uh, Alex Howard, that is Alex. Sorry, yeah. I've done it again, yeah, haven't yeah, I? Yeah. But he is, I, a, he is an absolute store <laughs> of the club. So people don't know what I, who I'm referring That's to. But yes, point. Alex Howard played nearly played about 175 games, I think. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was great. Like it, it was one of the most fun um, times say I've had. It. I reckon. Say it. Yeah. yeah say it. It was. It, it was. was. I have to admit it. It was. Even though I was so uncertain at the start, yeah. I was like, if this bloke flies for another <laughs> fucking um, knock ball, and I'm like in the prime position, <laughs> but. No, it was good fun. Like, I, don't, I, I guess you, I don't know how you found it like in terms of fitting in with us and you've already spoken about it a little bit but... Um, well, yeah, in terms of footy it was exactly that. Like it was initially it was like I'm just going to show these blokes what I can do. I'm going to fly for everything and yeah. initially you fly for everything. You fly from these dumb positions and I don't mark it and it's frustrating for like, you know, you guys that, you know, have a bit more understanding of the game and what's required in certain situations but and then sort of having you guys there to bounce off and ask questions and figure things out. I then learnt so much quicker when and when not to and it's yeah. like I still am learning. And we still wanted you to because it it's, like it's your, be- it's your right. best asset. It's your strongest attribute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I just I think we figured it out and then once we once we did it, it was almost like a magic moment. We all clicked, yep. you, me, Howie, Steve-O, not even was there. Payne is a winger I think he used to come down a lot. Yeah. Um, Steve. Stephen Payne, yeah. Yeah, Stephen Payne, yeah, Stephen um, Payne, yeah. And um, Steve-O's Anthony Stevens. Yeah, Anthony Stevens, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we just all created this really connection where we all understood and knew it was so predictable. Mm-hmm. That's something that we use a lot at Hawthorne um, is being predictable and we were all predictable to each other. Yep. We knew when you were going to be in a one-on-one concept, contest, it was coming to ground or you were marking it. So it was get to your feet or, you know, if you were tied up and I could mark it, I'd do it. Things like that. Yeah. Um, there's probably a few good clips out there of me chopping you off though <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. coming out in front of you oh, that, but, yeah, but mate we we sort of wanted that as well yeah. and we worked it out too when you could come as like that third man over the mm. top or anything but yeah you like I think obviously you had a good season um, and you'd come off that year um, before where you played like state footy and mm. um, a bit of uh, one game of league footy and that kind of thing but I still reckon it was a bit underappreciated the fact that you were thrust into like a key defender um because you you were getting the best probably the, you were getting the best forward most weeks yeah. i would get i would occasionally but i would probably i was probably getting the second most weeks so like it was your first proper year of league footy yeah. and you were thrust into that yeah. key defender role which ain't easy mm-hmm. um I, i'm guessing it was a good learning curve but i think it was um it was underappreciated probably how good a job you did because you're playing against some really good players yeah. who experienced senior footy as well um did you like? How did it go with your belief that year and your confidence? Like, did it ever? Did did that ever get challenged by that experience, or was it always like I'm learning and like? Yeah, it yeah. was. And that's part of like the testament to you boys is it was always like that. And you know, there'd be. I was I was lucky. I like um, I won't shy away from it. I have a good bunch of eight games. There was a few where I was slightly down, but those patches of inconsistency were so much fewer than they would have been if it wasn't for the support of you blokes you know i'd have games i remember the east perth game more specifically um can't remember the bloke i was playing on but he was <laughs> this guy with this Arrogant. big booty he was he, i just knew he just had this massive ass was he tall yeah he was pretty tall his skinhead blonde he um he had this big ass and he was just clunking everything and i, I was a very i was even skinnier than i am now and might have been eddie simpson yeah, anyway I think it might have been, yeah. anyway yeah. and i remember just coming over to you boys and being like I don't know how to plan this because, like, my usual game is, you know, I'll make him think I'm going to wrestle with him and I'll jump off and step around him. But he had this – and I'm, I'm, I'm not joking, people. He had the biggest ass I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. He would just stick it out and it would send me that far away from the footy need market. Lightweight. And, yeah, lightweight. And Pickers was very much like, just go to your thing, you know, figure it out. And I relied on you guys so much. I remember asking questions and being like, well, how do I do this? You know, it, and in that moment it was, all right, we'll get to his front shoulder. You can't use his ass if you're on his front shoulder and then just hold him there. And if you can get a finger to it or if you can't, we'll come over and kill it, you know, things yeah. like that. And it was like that was such a little – like that was maybe a quarter and then all of a sudden for three quarters I'm learning and figuring these things out in a game. Um, but then also the um, experience of you boys to then come into training and be like, all right, well, let's do these situations, let's do it again. Mm. Exactly the same thing, you know. And, you know, you'd, you'd simulate it almost, you know, slow it down a bit and focus on how to – you know, all these little things and so these patches of like um, confusion, frustration for me was so small because of the support I had around yep. with you boys. Um, Plus you yeah, got to learn good. you got to learn how to play on different types of Absolutely. players too. I yeah. played small some weeks, I played yeah. tall some weeks, I yep. played you know, I I wouldn't say I was on the best forward always. You you, you discredit oh, yourself. You were on you're on some good forwards. Um yeah, it was a good blend. Like it was so like it was we were a little brotherhood down yeah. there, a little family. Oh, absolutely. So we just back, backmen always are. No one, no one wanted to see anyone get a mark taken on them. Nah. So, you know, we'd do everything. And that's the best thing about everything. it absolutely. when you're working together. Yeah. Just quickly talking about the draft because people are going to want to hear about that, mate. Um, 
so like the build up to the draft. Um, by this stage, it sounds like I was going to ask you: Was there a moment, like a specific time or a moment, where the whole thing about you being a chance to be drafted and play AFL actually started happening? But it sounds to me mm. it was like when you played those couple of state games yeah, the year range, before, yeah. Yeah. and then playing league in 2020 probably just was on top of that but you'd already been getting that attention and that kind of thing by then yeah, is that probably about I right think so. i think that sort of catapulted me those yeah. two state games so that's when you probably started realizing as a 17 year old that, that like chance. yeah absolutely getting I drafted think. was a like a serious possibility yeah. if you did everything yeah you needed to we ended up having a weird year with like n- there was no big games at all yeah yeah, which probably know, helped those, the WA boys. Absolutely. Hey? Yeah. A lot of those young boys didn't get any chances. The boys that have just shot up, grown yep. an inch, a yep. bit more, you know, put on five kilos. Those boys didn't get the opportunity to show their footy. Mm. Um, so, yeah, us WA boys who got eight games in was in South Australia, I think, got a few in as well. Yep. Um, had a bit of a... Had a um, bit of a leg up almost yep. and it yep. sort of gave us the opportunity to um, put our foot forward and, mm. um, yeah, that's sort of the, the reason why I reckon... Um, that year, this whole that whole year as a whole was a blur, but it was also like the best year yep. I've ever had. Um, at, at leading into the draft, you um you sort of it wasn't like oh it came out of nowhere that you might be you sort of had an idea. Yeah. How many bit. um like did you speak to many clubs? Yeah, I think I spoke to probably all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like so whether it was briefly or an actual interview or yeah whatnot, but yeah. Um, and yeah. Ha- and how much interest like. How much interest did Hawthorne show in comparison to like the other? Like, where would they have been in like the ranking of yeah. interest shown in the lead up? Because you always hear these kind of stories where yeah. guys get picked up where they reckon they were like, "This club showed me like nothing Gave beforehand." Yeah. yeah, no, I um, I will, it was all in the media that I was going to go to Sydney. Yep, it was like um, I yeah, I do remember that. Literally yeah. left to Port, like, um, that's it. Yeah, like you're going to Sydney, it's a lock, it's in the papers, Kaltwumi, everyone, it's like Sydney. <laughs> the, the draft guru? The draft guru. And I reckon three minutes before the draft started, my manager leaned over to me, he was at my house, and he said, mate, I don't think you're going to Sydney. And I said, well, like, why? It doesn't make sense. It's all, it's everywhere. Yeah. And he goes, Sydney, this is not how they do their draft. They don't, they don't let it out like this. They keep it very harsh. And especially in the, that normally clubs don't really mind who, like they'll let it be known who they're going to take in that higher range because they're not going to trade a pick. Or well, especially these days. Exactly. It's almost like it's, it's almost It's already set. Standard, you know yeah. what I mean? And he just goes, I don't think you're getting picked up by Sydney. And I'm like, okay, all right. Well then. And what pick did well, Sydney have? Do you remember? Three. Three. Went to four. Is that where they ended up taking Logan? Taking Logan yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and it was weird because, yeah, Sydney pick, took Logan, ecstatic for him, so excited yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was a bit like, okay, well, where? Hawthorne had the next pick. And I, I okay, I'd spoken to Hawthorne, met Clarko through Zoom. There wasn't, like, any real indication. Mm. Gold Coast called me the day before the draft and I was out at breakfast, sat outside, and they pretty much said, you know, mate, if you get to our pick, like, we're telling you we'll take you. Yep. Regardless who's on the board, we'll take you with our pick. Yep. I was like, all right. So Sydney said no, and they, they had pick five. Um Sydney said no. Uh, sorry, they picked Logan, and then I was like, "All right, sweet, it's Gold Coast. Yep. <laughs> that's where I'm going." Yeah. And so I'd almost like sat back and like, "All right, I've got to pick just to relax, really calm the nerves." <laughs> and then yeah, all of a sudden Hawthorne and like, there's no word of a lie. Before the draft, um, like 
knew that I was going into state, mm. more than likely to Melbourne with the club's picks where they were. The earliest pick was Fremantle at um, either nine or eleven, yep. and with Gold Coast, I knew that that wasn't happening. Yep. Unless they traded up, um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, Gold Coast up, oh. and Hawthorne picked me up, and I was just overwhelmed because I you hear about Hawthorne, the three peats, yep. the success, Alistair Clarkson, yep. Sam Mitchell was there, like there was so much. Um, Upside for the, with the team where it was with the history, and I always wanted to go to a history rich club. Yep. And like, that's just sort of how it came about. And I was over the moon, I was ecstatic. And I remember like, yeah, jumping for joy. And I actually had an interview. They, they wanted the top however many picks to do an interview. Yeah. Uh, living in High Wycombe at the time, I had no, no real good internet. So I jumped <laughs> onto the Zoom and I'm broadcasting to everyone, and my screen freezes. And I was just like, <laughs> oh no. And I was still talking. This would have been on Fox footy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In front of everyone that's watching the draft. <laughs> and I was like, oh, whatever. And then just shut. This is frozen. I was like, I've been kicked off. Whatever. I just shut the screen. And you were still talking. And oh, I no. ended up watching the draft back months later. Yeah. And remembered I had that interview. So I skipped through to it. And then you hear me talking, see me talking. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh. oh and then the screen just shut. And the, so I've just completely cut off the interview. <laughs> oh, far out. Blame mum and her dodgy internet. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was like whirlwind of emotions, and then I think three days later I was on a flight to Melbourne for a week before three days. Christmas, yeah. and was lucky enough <laughs> I could get back without um, quarantine at that yeah. point. So, yeah, um, otherwise I wouldn't have gone home until after Christmas. But yeah, it was okay. good to go see things, yeah, meet some people, yeah, um, yeah. It was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah that whole like that whole draft scenario was just so there was a bit madness. Yeah, there was a bit going on because yeah. you did you know that you were likely to go top ten? Like, yeah. did you? Yeah. yeah. So you were, in a way you were prepared, but then it ended up being it like was, it just threw you out. That because it sounds like you had yourself pretty set to be going to Sydney. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then Gold Coast, and all of a sudden you go to Melbourne, going to Melbourne to Melbourne. play for the Hawks. Yeah. yeah. I remember like I've said I've never shied away from. It. I've always said to anyone that asked, I was extremely lucky on draft night. Um, in terms of my position, I knew um, I knew I was going to get drafted. You know, I'd Gold yep. Coast promised me that I was going to be taken with their pick. Yep. Uh, I won't say promised. Uh, you know, pretty much told me that they would take me. Yep. Um, it was just a matter of where. And you know, you got these other boys that are you know lower down the draft pool where they don't know, and so much uncertainty and anxiousness in that night. And I was lucky enough to have some assurances in a way that I could just enjoy the night. So it was almost like I was a bit disappointed. There wasn't that element of a, oh, what if? Yeah. Um, and then it ended, so up, then, being and then ended up being exactly like that because it was like I was like, I'm a lock to Sydney. All right, sweet. And that just showed you how quickly in this footy game it can just flip yeah. on its head. You and do hear about boats getting told one th- – it probably doesn't happen as much these days. No, but no, you, especially with the youth, but absolutely it does. Yeah, yeah. you get told of um, – I know guys around my age and that kind of thing, you get told one thing – yeah. At the time, and then it doesn't end up happening. Yeah, yeah. It, it flip on its head like that. Yeah, so. but oh well, you ended up you ended up where you ended up, Absolutely. and in the right place. Absolutely. Um, quickly on Hawthorne. Um, before I ask anything else, what are your thoughts on the colours? I like them. You like I them? I actually like them. Yeah, because you know what they the say stripe. sometimes about the colours, don't you? No, what's that? The poo and wee. <laughs> I think there's enough success now <laughs> with those colours that so it doesn't white, matter. White, yeah, okay. Yeah. Plus um, the black and white stripes are very similar. So true. it's just, 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 just taking away yeah, the black and white same and pattern. some other ones. Yeah. Um, so how, how's it um, been? Like is it what you thought and expected it would be? Um, yeah, touch on that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I think I was a young kid and 
And you're like, hey, AFL, all right, it's good money. It's good money. And it's like you just you just train. <laughs> First of all, good money. <laughs> good money and you just like, <laughs> you know, down here at Swansea you train for, you know, maybe two hours and then you gym and then you go home, maybe a little meeting. Three times a week. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. Like that's it. So I'm thinking, all right, maybe it's, you know, four half days. No worries. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> Not even. And then, yeah, I remember rocking up. Um, oh, I did a bit of a – I had a bit of insight. Before that, through some academies, when they let us train with some um, AFL clubs, but yep. yeah, they're just a lot different. <laughs> it's, it's a big, uh, big wake up call. You know, you you know, you're there Monday to Saturday almost. Um, you know, your main training days, you're there for ten to twelve hours. Your half days, you're there for six hours. Yep. Um, your day off, you know, someone like me who's a lot slighter. I'm there. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for extras on the days off. Um, you know, you main train three times a week. You're in for two half days almost, um, or one, yeah, pretty much whatever it is. Um, but it's just like, like, and it's more. You do your training sessions at three hours of the day, and then you got gym, and they're the only two really physical taxing things that you do all day. Yep. Um, but you're you're working for ten to twelve hours, um, like spe- a job. especially in yeah. preseason. Absolutely, yeah. it's yeah. like any other job. And then the mental exhaustion, especially the first year. I mean, I was lucky enough playing league footy. You, and I was working at Bunnings at the time before I got drafted. I was, bit you know, I'd work bit of an upgrade from yeah, that. Exactly, exactly, a bit of pay as well. Bunnings, <laughs> trust me. Um, you know, I'd work, I'd work six to four sometimes in the morning, or you know, five to three things yeah. like that. I'd yeah. work these long hours, and then I'd come here to the gym. Yeah, do training. okay. So you were used to the volume yeah, of the so days. It was, it was yeah. exhausting, and I'd get home, and I'd crash, and it'd be yeah. you know, seven or not seven thirty. It'd be like nine thirty yeah. after everything. Yeah. Um, so it just prepared me super well. Like we had Tyler Brockman, he's a Geraldton boy. Yep. Played for Subiaco. Drafted at the same time. Yeah. Yep. He drafted pick thirty nine. Yeah. Something maybe yep. later than that. Yep. Um, and he's just no, he'd sleep. He'd just sleep. He'd be in meetings. He'd fall asleep. You know, he'd be exhausted. And I was always exhausted, but I was never as exhausted as these other blokes that had never sort of experienced that sort of volume. Yep. And I was really lucky, and that's why I reckon I've always recommended to like young footy players trying to get up into the league is like. Do your best to train with the league team to work with the league. Like go to school, train with league. Just do your best to get in sort of that environment yeah, okay. where it's professional and it's mentally and physically exhausting. Yep. To an even higher level than Colts and that because it's you know. So yeah. So that the adjustments not as exactly right, and it's going to put you in such good stead. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I just I don't know, but I was loving it. I've just always loved it. Yeah. Okay. I've never been afraid of you know nah, a yeah. long day and things like that. So. Yeah. Or anything in general, <laughs> yeah. I can attest to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. And in, in terms of actually playing, so you're a number six pick. Um, yeah. Hasn't all gone your way though. You've been, yeah. what, you've been at the club for two, this would be- Two full years going to my Yeah, third, this yeah. Is, and you, you think like, I don't know, like obviously it depends on the person, but probably a lot of top 10 draft picks in particular sort of think like, oh yeah, their attitude is like, oh yeah, I'm going to be trying to play like straight yeah. away. Round you've one. played- You've played 21 games yeah. and you didn't debut until I think round 15 mm-hmm. of your first year. How, with your research. Yeah, you come on, mate. He's on it. Come on, mate. How, how did that all go for you? Was your, like, what was your attitude in terms of playing before, mm. you, like when you'd done the pre-season, before yeah. the season started? Like how was that? Because it hasn't all gone, hasn't really gone all your way when you think about it. Yeah. No, I remember it was, yeah. I might be exposing a bit, but I had I, I live with a host family in Melbourne. Yep. Um, and one of one of the host sons, um, his name's Luke, is went to primary school with Christian Petrarca. Okay. 
and I'm sure everyone knows Christmas Trucker Place oh, in Melbourne. Surely. Um, and primary school was a really good friend. So, yeah. And I remember he came over one night and this probably – I've only been at the house for maybe two weeks or something and he's come over and I was like, holy smokes, this is Christian Petrarca. And, and I'm sitting down having a chat with him and he just goes, oh, I've what picked you? Oh, six. And like, and he goes, oh, and I was like, you know, I just really want to push around some round one spot. And he goes, no, nah, oh, you'll be playing, mate. You'll be playing round one, mate. Yeah. Like looking at Hawthorne's list, looking at everything, he's like, you'll be playing, mate. And I was sort of like, okay. Oh, okay. So, but the thing is with footy nowadays, it doesn't matter where you get picked up. You could be picked six in the rookie draft. And if you show good footy in pre-season, you're going to play round one. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? And I just didn't – I obviously didn't put my best foot forward to play round one. I remember I was in close contention. We did a few um, team building exercises and everyone built a team and I was always one spot off where I was in some teams and out others. Yeah. Um, yeah, round one rolled around and missed that. And I think it was round two in the AFL season and we were playing VFL practice matches still. Yep. The VFL season started later and yep. I actually did my knee. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, right. I hyperextended my knee playing um, against Richmond at Punt Road. Um, yeah, and I just like talk about the. You know, I was starting to play some good footy mm. and was starting to you know put my foot forward to hopefully play AFL footy. And then yep. I did my knee. Um, I hyper. I did. Sorry, I shouldn't say I did my knee. I hyperextended it and like just tore lots of things. And <laughs> all of a sudden, like I remember, I thought I'd done my ACL. Yep. Threw my mouth guard. Still don't know where it is. <laughs> And then got up and started... Someone's like, probably sold it on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> um, got up and started hobbling off and then I was like, okay. And I, at that point, I thought I'd done it. Yep. And I was like, okay, it's starting to feel a bit better. All right. So I pushed the trainers off and I'm, all right, I'm starting to put a bit more weight on it and I started running off. Yeah, but that's what happens with... Yeah. I, I know was, you didn't I, end up doing it, but no that's what clue. happens with ACLs Absolutely. though anyway. Yeah. I had no clue. So I'd run off and I was laying down and then it was like by the time I got off, you know, people start clapping because I was down for a little bit. Um, there's adrenaline there and I get off and I lay down and all of a sudden the adrenaline stops and um, they're testing my ACL and they're like, oh, ACL looks intact. I was like, all right, sweet. I'll go back out. That was my plan was to go <laughs> back out and play. And I get up and by that time the adrenaline worn off, the swelling had started and I was in, I was in pain. You were like, <laughs> I, was, I was bent over and I couldn't, there was no way I could put my leg to where it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was furious. Um, but yeah, ended up. You know, like I said earlier about rehab and that, I ended up figuring out. They said, "Oh, it's probably going to be." I said, to "Everyone, oh, it'll be four weeks. I'll be back on the track." Yep. And I told the physio, they said, "Oh, it'll probably be eight weeks." And I was like, "Oh, I heal. I heal quickly. You know, <laughs> it'll be it'll be four weeks." Of course, you did. And then uh, I think I got a scan or something. And they went, "Oh, it'll be twelve weeks." So I told everyone, "Oh, it'll be eight weeks. I'll be <laughs> I'll be on the track." Ended up being twelve weeks, and it was a buy. So they said, "We'll just we'll just rest you." And then thirteen weeks. I think that was round fourteen. Yep. So just come back off of like knee rehab, intensive knee rehab. And then, yeah, I was like played a game against Essendon mm. out at um, – that wasn't Windy Hill actually. It was VFL. Yeah, VFL yep. footy, sorry. Yep. Played, a, played a good game, like a reasonable game. Um, and then the next week um, got the call up. You're in play AFL footy against UWS. Um, and, you know, we've spoken about it a lot, the roller coaster. I don't know if you had it. We're going to talk about it later. But, um, yeah, so debuted – Played three quarters of good football. Yep. In the third quarter, Jeremy Finlayson is at Port Adelaide now. Yep. Tackled me and just tipped me in a way that I hit my head first on the ground. I was concussed. I don't, and I don't remember a, a massive portion of my debut. Mm. Um, I just kept playing. And like, I remember the last thing I remember is being like, oh, my, oh, 
my head hurts, you know, I'm feeling something here. Yeah. And Carl Hardigan, who was recently delisted but was on our list as senior yep. player, um, he, he tells me a story. He goes, you walked up to me, you said, oh, did I hit my head? And he goes, oh, I don't know, mate. And I would turn around and then it's like I forgot I asked him and I'd turn around and I'd done it three times. I asked him, did I hit my head? Shit. And he goes, he goes and tells the doctor, I think Denver's hit his head. And yeah. then it was like I'd woken up. So there's like in the MCG, you walk down into a back little um, doctor's room. Yeah. And it was in the middle, I was in the middle of a concussion test and it was like I just regained consciousness. It's one of the weirdest feelings I've ever had. Do you remember anything before that and point? I, very, very small. Yeah. I don't remember the halftime break, the three, the quarter time break. Shit. I remember, I only remember really the clips like that I've watched and they sort of like, yeah, I woke up in the, doing this concussion test and I was like, and he said it's like I tried to start again. Like I'd, I'd done three quarters of this concussion test. Yeah. And then I was like, all right. What are we up to? Like, what are we doing? And I knew where I was. I knew roughly the time it was. And I just started crying. And it's probably the concussion that it, mm. um, provokes emotions. But mm. I just started crying. I was like, my debut. I've, I don't. At that point, I didn't remember a single. Yeah. Thing. I was yeah. like, I don't. My whole debut's ruined. But we end up winning that game. So. <laughs> um, and mate, you can always watch it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, found, I found the clip, and then like I watched myself play out the rest of the game, and like, yeah. I think I had a couple of disposals. <laughs> And you just think, how? Your brain must be on autopilot but, mode to yeah. figure those things out. Um, so it's a good story now. Yeah, it is. It's funny. I remember Got a couple of touches <laughs> and I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> Chris Newman. Not that it. concussion's anything to take no, lightly, not, but yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny. Chris Newman did an exercise. He was our backline coach mm. um, last year. And someone was debuting in the backline group and he just said, oh, everyone write up their debut. Like what happened in it, the score, whatever you want to do, win-loss. <laughs> and all these boys are writing up like, you know, lost, had zero touches, stuff. And I just wrote up, debut GWS round 15, don't remember. <laughs> and like everyone's just laughing. And then like that was the first time they'd realised that I don't remember most of my yeah, debut. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember walking off actually. I remember walking off. I had Sean Berger on in my arm. Um, I'll see there. That was his 399th game. There's an experience right there. Yeah, and I was, I was so flat. He was playing his 400th yeah. against Port Adelaide the week after, after and yeah. I didn't get to play in it. Yeah. Uh, I was great friends with Shawnee. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that was the whirlwind emotion. It's just up and down, that, like that roller coaster we talk about. Comes um, with footy though. It does. But I guess absolutely. you had a bit of experience with that before. Absolutely. So probably so held you in good stead. Absolutely. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, nah, that's that's an interesting. I didn't know that. Sorry it's, for the rambling. Nah, everyone. nah, that's an interesting debut. I didn't know that at all. Um, last thing I'll ask you about the Hawthorne experience because I know you got to go soon. No, just and right. tell me when you need to. Um. Wrap me up if you need no. to. Um, you need to wrap me up. Yeah, I'm going on I and know. on. Um, did you, have you had uh, – I think I might know the answer to this, but I might be wrong, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Have you had an initiation game yet where you played on someone or you had oh. an experience and you were just like, that is really where I need to get to if I want to – do this like consistently at a high level. Have you had that? Have you had that in? I, I want to hear what you think it is. I go on. No, but this is purely from watching. Yeah, I think there might have been a day against Tom Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Right. Oh. but I could be wrong. No, I could be wrong. Right. You're probably exactly correct. But um, you might not have felt that. that oh, but no, I did, I have you? I'm just, have you had that moment? Have you had a moment like that? But oh, absolutely. I think I've had a few of them. Yeah, probably okay. over the. Over but the your times. personality probably means that you don't quite take it as like mm. you. You don't. It doesn't hit you as hard. But yeah. have you had that? Have oh, you had that moment? There's been no like. 
I've had it like yeah. played on Buddy Franklin for a little bit. Yeah, like that yeah was, okay. That was amazing. Things like that. But, but was that? Was, but when you played on Buddy, was it more the ex, the fact that you're playing on Buddy, or have you had like who's your toughest opponent been? Have you had a period yeah. where it's been like holy shit? Like, yeah, it was Lynch definitely. Yeah, I okay. played on Marby Troll against Gold Coast and yeah. gave away seven free kicks in my game. <laughs> um, yeah, that was tough. That? Yeah, it's, oh, it's a long story. <laughs> But um, it's gonna be some kind of record. Yeah, it's close. I think the record's like eight. <laughs> but we can't chop arms anymore. They had it easy no, back in the day. I, didn't they? I don't think there was a single chop. I think it was all holds. <laughs> it was all holding. Um, but yeah, no, Tom Lynch. It's actually like because I've played on. I've actually, I've played on Logan. Played on Fraser for a bit. Um, yep. I think his name's Stranautica for East Perth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, East Frio. East Frio. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, these big fours and like. You get playing the big forwards. You get a lot of shit when they get on top of you. Just you could have, you could have thirty, but they could kick three, and mm. all of a sudden you've been towed up all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like I've never, I've never, you know, I'm a super lighthearted boy. I take negative criticism very well. Yeah, but yeah, something about the Tom Lynch. Like I came home after the break, and I was at a random party, and some blokes come up to me and said, <laughs> "Oh, how's your dad?" And I said, "I was like, I don't know you. You, you don't know my dad." Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. And he goes, oh. I said, how do you know my daddy? He goes, oh, Tom Lynch. Oh, no. And, and I shit you not, that's, that's what it was like. Um, but it was a massive learning curve. I mean, <laughs> everyone knows the story a bit differently. Everyone sees it differently. Yeah. Everyone thinks I had eight kicked on my head. which No, 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 no. Um, like I, I saw it scrolling down my Facebook and there's a picture of me and Tom Lynch and someone's like, oh, um, you know, Denver is going to sleep with the lights on tonight after, <laughs> after Tom Lynch is <laughs> barbing or something. Um, but yeah, I was learned so much. Like I went on him and he'd already kicked three or something. He was hot and it was very similar to the Logan thing. He'd kicked a few. He might kick, f- yeah, I think he kicked three at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, you know, Sam Mitchell goes, Denver, you're on him. Yeah. Like, take him out of the game. B, I want you to annoy him because he's not, he's not, he's very similar. He doesn't like physicality. He finds it very frustrating. I wanted to get him angry at me so I could focus on the ball. Yep. Um, I was playing, I started off really well. Um, you know, there was one one-on-one contest where he almost bench-pressed me out of the way and just took a mark top of the square and kicked that goal. And there was a couple others through team mess-ups where they, you know, I'd run one way to try and get the footy, they'd kick it the other way and then Richmond would mark it and kick it to him sort of situation. Um, but, yeah, it was just like he was – and I was like I was – probably the first time in my career I was like, I don't know what to do, like. I was talking to Sis, trying to trying to figure James stuff Sicily. out. James Sicily. No, look at him, sharp <laughs> with it. And he was like, you know, just be physical. Like, don't leave him. Don't like, don't worry about team defense. Don't yeah. worry about trying to set up C shape, which is what we called it. You know, yeah. Don't try to do any of that sort of stuff. Just stay on him. Just stay on him. Mm. And eventually, I think I did. I think at that point he'd already kicked three or four. Yep. Um, on me, and then Sis ended up. They said, oh, because we're trying to play Sis a bit. Hot. James Sisley yeah, a bit higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but where was him earlier? Yeah, where well, was him earlier, we wanted, mate? We wanted to free him up. Yeah, and this no, is, no, this I understand. I, I understand. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where I want to become as a player. I want to be able to take those roles and... Yeah, correct. All right, job's done. And like, we don't need to worry about him. All right, we got Sicily who has the ability to go higher, run through the midfield. It's like what we do with Noddy. Foot. Exactly right. You want to have both in your kit bag, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was it. And, yeah, I learnt a lot. Um, it, taunted, it haunted me for a long time. Yeah. And, but I just see it as a massive learning curve, like we've spoken about. I like, yeah, it's funny, and like I'll see Tom Lynch, and we because we we go at it. Like every time we verse each other, we go at it. I yep. remember him saying to me after that game, "I'll enjoy the twos next week," <laughs> and stuff like that. And like, there there's a lot of there's a lot of um, um, what do you call it? Like, 
anger between us both, especially when we play. Like on field. On field, yeah, but yeah. then after the field you shake hands. Yeah, yeah. That's it, so. And um, when you put it in perspective, like the fact that, because like, like you touched on before, it doesn't matter where you get picked up, yeah. you are on the same um, level as everyone else. Yeah. Like it doesn't guarantee anything. Yeah. The fact that you've played 21 games and played in your first year of footy is a big thing when yeah. you think about it. And yeah. like you look at how many games he's played and that um, kind of thing as well compared to you're still bloody learning yeah. about it at that level and all that kind of thing. It is just a learning curve. And like you said, everyone has their days. Like, yeah, for, that, like was, that was definitely his. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like yeah, you could absolutely. you could not necessarily having be having that bad of a day as a defender. But if depending on what's happening up the field, depending if they, if they're just on, if yeah. the forwards just on, you could be playing reasonable defense, and they're still going to kick goals on you. Yeah, won't matter. But it's good absolutely. that you've got that approach to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. Like you do hear about guys having like that 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 moment where they're just like, oh gee, uh, this is the level. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's exactly right. It's that you see it. I've yep. experienced it now. It's like, all right, I'm that far off it. What do I? What am I going to do about it now? And it's something we're really good at. Hawthorne is. It's like, all right. Like you said earlier about your, your your biggest learnings are your failures, and if you choose to learn from them, you will. Yep. Um, and like it's in its way, it's success. You're succeeding by failing, but only if you learn from it. Yep. Um, so yeah, I just got to learn from it and yeah. work on it. You know, we've got Mitch Lewis now; he's coming to fine form, very similar to Tom Lynch. You know, massive contested mark. So I'll go match up on him as much of preseason as I possibly can because he's our best forward. Yep. So why not put myself in the deep end and try to figure it out? And you you've know I mean? never been shy from no, throwing sure. yourself in the deep end, <laughs> exactly which is good. Right. It's probably helping you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, the last – got a little segment that yeah. I'm going to try and do. Yeah. But no music, nothing, because we're just going real raw real with raw. this one, first one. But one. it's a bit of this or that. So you just got to give me yeah. answers, all right? And I'm going to score – what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and score everyone, and it's purely based on my subjective opinion <laughs> of your answers, and whoever gets the highest rating – We'll work something out for the All for right. the end of the year. So peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Smooth. Actually, I've got smooth. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't mind. I don't mind the crunchy, but I've actually got a. Um, I just feel like smooth is the way to go. You know, it has a. You know. Yeah, I've got to write these down too. Oh. Look how unorganised these people. Oh, I've been pretty good so far. He's been alright. Um, should have had the intro. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Barbecue or tomato sauce? Barbecue. Good man. You might be back on track. Yes, I'm back on track. Um, I'm not going to answer the people I'm answering for myself. Sausage roll or pie? Sausage roll. Good man. Oh no, no, scrap that. Sorry, pie. Oh pie, no, pie. Denver. I had a, I have a horrible story about sausage rolls. I just can't do them anymore. Do you want to? No, nah, it's not worth it. All right, well, just, that's I ate too many and got sick. <laughs> <and I've been laughs> That'll do it to you. Um, LeBron or MJ? LeBron. Jeez, talk about longevity. That's, that's just that's basically just your age showing. But no, anyway, we'll move on. Um, Let's look at the stats. So this one will be. So this one's probably going to be a pretty obvious answer. But think about before you were drafted when you're answering okay. this, right? And it yeah. might depend on how much you followed it. Brisbane's hat trick, two thousand one, two thousand three. Hawthorne's hat trick. Richmond's three flags in four years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Geelong's three flags in five years. Oh seven, oh nine, eleven. Who? Or is it none nut. of them? I'm not a footy nut. Yeah, just, so it's I none of them. I barely ever watch footy, but I will say Richmond. Just Richmond. because that was when I was starting to get into like, you know, these big social groups, Baineys, you know, we went to a lot of those Richmonds. Yeah. But my favourite grand finals, 2018. Oh, Eagles. Eagles. How good. Eagles. Were you an Eagles day. supporter growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah beautiful. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, that you know, it's good you mentioned that because that probably gives you brownie points. Yeah, it does. In this game. <laughs> um. 
What do we got next? All right, so bear with me here. World Cup winning goal in soccer. So you mm. score the winning goal in the World Cup final. Yeah. Um, game seven NBA finals winning jump shot, like buzzer beater to yeah. win the game. So you're yeah. behind, you win the game. Um, winning goal in an AFL grand final. Yeah. So obviously, let's say there's like 15 seconds left yeah. and you kick the winning goal. Not set shot. We're going to say like general yeah, play. On the live. Um, winning putt at the Masters oh, for golf. So it literally makes you win the Masters. Um, hit the winning runs in the deciding fifth Ashes test in England. So last over <laughs> of day five and you, you've hit the winning runs or take the final wicket to win the game when they need two runs to win yeah, in the well, same like, situation. Which one of those would you pick? It's it's easy for me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't watch sport. I love it all now. Like yeah. I'm older, but, yeah. you know, I'll ask anyone in Australia what they would choose as a kid and what you've got to go with the match-winning kick in the, in the AFL grand final. Yeah. You have to. You have, I mean, it's, it's, it's in Australia, but, you know, you've got the Masters, you've got soccer that's worldwide, but, you know. What do you dream of as a kid? And that's me kicking a check side <laughs> from the boundary on the run to win yeah, the game. Hey, and that'd be great, wouldn't it? it? Would Hopefully that happens one day. One day. Better than that check side in the Colts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've learnt my lesson. <laughs> um, this one will test you because I haven't included AFL in this one. Tennis Grand Slam. Mm. So you win all four Grand Slams in a year wow. in tennis, like Wimbledon, yeah. French Open, blah, blah, blah. Best soccer player in the world in the year you win the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, you win the golf grand slam in oh, a year, wow. so all the majors of golf. You're the or you're the MVP, finals MVP and champion in the NBA in a year. Which one would you pick out of those? Oh, it's masters or soccer. Oh, really soccer tall. or golf. Soccer or golf. Jesus, I've fallen in yeah, love with golf. Okay. I don't really like soccer. Yeah, okay. Like I, oh, it's, it's not true. I do like soccer, but yeah, golf. I do. I do golf. There you, you go. go. You got to do it. There you go. I reckon that'd be an answer for a lot of blokes yeah. that play footy. Can um, miss one day. Uh, oh, coffee or water I had, but I already got that. <laughs> so we'll, well, I don't know about this. I don't know. That's about, a horrible question. I don't know because you need both. I don't know about the skinny latte. Yeah, so latte's good. We're gonna. Well, I'll put it down. Alcoholic beverage of choice. Drink responsibly, oh. and we know you don't drink too much. No, I don't. But and I'm, this I'm actually off the beer. That's how okay. good I'm going with my skinnies. But it there would normally be a Corona or a Carlton. Oh yeah, traditionally. Right. Okay, um, you can say that, that. The old vodka, red, vodka lemonade, just to give the fans. You got to pick of, one. You got to pick oh, one. Oh, that's so tough. Oh, I'm on the Carlton dries. Like Carlton dries. <laughs> but is that your? <laughs> but is that your beverage of choice, or just what you're drinking at? Yeah. What's if, yeah? If beverage of choice, all time beverage of choice, Carlton dry. Okay. Or Corona. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Put Carlton. Carlton dry or Corona. I'll take that. Low, um, lower carbs, less sugar. <laughs> North or south of birth? Oh wow, I'm. My geometry is horrible. I don't get what I did there. Joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I think South. I think we're South. Oh, I, I think we're South. I think I'm South. The dirty South. Are we South Risen now? Nah, we're like sort of East. Oh, North or South. Oh, this would be, you consider this more, I'd, I'd put this in the North. No, you wouldn't. No way. I would. Or you can say, yeah. Bass and Dean. Yeah, okay. No, nah, that'll <laughs> Steel do. Blue is my answer. <laughs> Steel Blue. Um, and then. All right, this is the last one, and this is like big bonus points on wow. this one, depending on how you um, I think about what Earth wants. Putting yourself, putting yourself aside, who's the best key defender in the AFL? <laughs> I can tell you right now who Earth wants, and it's Tom Barras. Beautiful, but is that your answer? answer? No, yeah, yeah, I'll go Tom Barras. Yeah, yeah, and I reckon where like, he's gonna go if you can get him on the show. Go. 
one day because you, you got the same last name. I don't know the bloke, mate. Don't you? Nah. Nah. No, that's right. You just love him. You always post him on Facebook <laughs> and stuff like that. He's always commenting on his stuff. No, I actually love I him. I won't be able to talk. I remember a very, very quick story. I remember we played against Eagles in Melbourne. Mm. First time I played against Eagles. Yeah. Grew up supporting them. JK, a few games before he retired. Insane. And then Tom Brass. And then I walked up after the game and... Yeah, same second last name, whatever. I've always said that he's my cousin. It's spelt differently. <laughs> yeah, we are not, we are one not less, in any one sense. less S I've on yours. Less S, yeah. yeah, and I walked up to him and he goes, he said something like, "Oh, my brother," <laughs> or "My cousin." Everyone thinks you're my cousin. And I was like, "I tell everyone you're my cousin." And then yeah, resemblance. We just yeah, we just exchanged hand, uh, a handshake, and I was like, you know, I've always been a massive fan, which I have been. I've always loved him. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, that was like probably one of the cooler moments yeah, in my yeah. footy career, like to have him come up and think the same thing that Boy, I thought. He's turned into something, yeah. Oh, I reckon he'll continue to go. He'll my be insane. little story, obviously, it's nothing on yours, but I remember when I was playing reserves in 2015, like my first year back at Swan Districts yeah. and then first year in senior footy, he was playing reserves for East Perth one game when they were aligned with Eagles. And I remember we were both playing back, so opposite ends of the ground, but you could see what he was trying to do in terms yeah. of like, you know, the way he plays, yeah, like he tries absolutely. to take the intercept marks, blah, blah, blah. But he just couldn't do it. He was going so bad that he got moved to the forward line and I ended up playing on him for like <laughs> half a quarter. But I remember thinking at the time, like this bloke, like he's on Eagles this. He's, he's got no absolutely chance. no idea. <laughs> and now fast forward, like I would, I told, I told the missus like hall pass if you ever see him out. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, just so you have some sort of connection. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, all right, that you was good, it. mate. That was a good little – I liked your answers there. That was good. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to ask you, just to finish off now, and I promise you this is it, mate. We will finish. <laughs> Three last questions. Um, what is the next thing you want to achieve? And actually, sorry, one thing I'll ask you first, <laughs> rounding it back to Swans, do you, do you still follow the team currently? Yeah. I, I, I knew the answer to that. Yeah. and. Do you ever picture yourself being back at Swans playing another league game of footy at some stage? Yeah, that's a tough question. It's so loaded. It's yeah, really, I know. It's I know. So loaded. I know. I know. I don't know. You always, yeah, like I spoke about earlier about dreaming of playing somewhere. I've always dreamed of playing at Swans. Yeah. Um, what's really sad though is like I, I hope to have a long um, career, a successful oh, career. Oh, of course. And by the time, you know, you know, maybe I come back, maybe I'm 33 or say roughly whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably or whatever. You know, you guys, you're gone, and you might you're be like living, forty, mate. You so. might stay and living in Melbourne. Hey, yeah. don't write me out, mate. Tom Brady, Ron James, I might be the first forty-year-old to play waffle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. Like a lot of the boys that I started here at Swans with, that aren't going to be playing anymore, and it's it's sad to think. And I don't know, it's just the way it's going to be. But I'm, you know, you know me. I'm super in the present, focus on what I can control, yeah. things like that. But I mean, in an ideal world, you know. Uh, Hawthorne have a buy and they say, do you want to go play footy? I'll come back <laughs> here and play, play for Swan Districts well, for a week. To be honest, one thing I or I think it, it sort of rubbed off even before you got drafted, but even though we probably knew you were going to get drafted, but even since is you've still got like, you still want to have that connection back yeah, to Swans. Absolutely. I can tell just by like talking to you when I see you and the fact that you're like, even the thing we did pre-Christmas, which yeah. led to this yeah. podcast, um, you're willing to do it. Like you want, you want that connection to the Absolutely. club, which I think is awesome. Like it's, it's so awesome weird. to have. Just even like coming back in today and into the change rooms and like the big area in the change rooms, so I haven't seen it. Now it's got some gym equipment in there. Yeah. The lockers are still the same. I went in and had a little peep. I don't know who's wearing 19. This, you know, um, oh my goodness. No, don't. I know the name of, this is this is the lowest point of my career. <laughs> um, 
He actually came from Box Hill and his name is just eluding me right now. 19. 19. Jonesy. Oh, yeah. Jonesy. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris Jones. Chris yeah, Jones. Yeah, and like the co-skipper. The, the co-skipper. Yeah, co he just eluded me. I'm tired of Todd in here. Jonah. Um, he's a great Yeah. yeah. He's, no, he's a great he's man. He's a great man. man yeah. Like when I looked in like the old 19 locker where I used to put all my stuff and it's just, it's just yeah. I just love it. Like, I know. There's always yeah. that sense of, I, I, I had the same do. feeling up at Calamunda Junior Football Club. Yeah. Yeah. I just have so much loyalty to the clubs and it's the Absolutely. same thing as Yeah. It's good um, to see that. It's good to see guys who don't um, lose it because yeah. there are guys who do just cut stuff off when they play AFL. You yeah. probably know some. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, no, it's good. And then, so this is this is the last question. This is the last uh, question. This is just to sort of round it off. Like It might be even a little bit of a loaded question to get you back on the podcast <laughs> again, but what is the next thing? That you want to achieve and tick off from a footy perspective, but also a non-footy perspective, and yeah. it, it, it's like it's not like a massive long-term goal. It's just yeah. the next thing that you want to tick off, and it can be the smallest thing. But what's what's the next thing you want to tick off in those t- like those areas? Yeah, I think in terms of footy, my I've never shied away from it. My objective is to play every game this year, yep. if possible, and and I always say to hold my spot with consistency. Not like I don't want to have two bad games in a row, I don't want to have a bad game. I want to have a bad quarter and then be able to bounce back, things like that. So my objective is to, you know, right now, right in front of me is pre-season, to yep. smash out pre-season, to attack it as much as possible, get fitter, yep. get stronger and keep building to play every game this year. But then off the field, I've got my, my girlfriend who I haven't spoken about, but, um, you know, she's my rock. She's so good. And she's like, I go back, I fly back to Melbourne on Sunday, which is tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, and she's moving over with me. So... She's got a job there. So she's a Perth girl. She's a Perth girl. Yep. So she's doing nursing. She's got a job at St. Vincent's in Melbourne and we're just going to have to – that's going to be the next big challenge in terms of our relationship. We've done. We've been together for three years now. Lived together before? Never. Two, yeah, two okay. years long distance. So, yeah, yeah we're going to go over there and, and figure that out. So that's going to be a challenge. But, um, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty self-aware person but in like a situation where I'm living on my own um, – you don't really have to be. You just you know leave your things around. It's a lot you know, different. Where she's very you know she wants to get shit done, wants the house to be clean, stuff like that. Where I'm very more go with the flow, and um, so I'm going to figure that out, and I'm to change my ways in in certain regards, and yep. <laughs> so that's going to be a big off field balance. But I just know that it's like it's going to be so much better having someone to go home to, and you know support to be able to talk to all the time. Yeah, it's going to make my footy even. I can already tell it's going to make my footy so much better, but it's going to be a lot of adjustment. That's and a nice shout to out, try man. and uh, to try and make sure I do it as quickly as possible. And same for her; she's going to do exactly the same thing going on. So, yep, that'll be that'll be my next off-field challenge. Yeah, but okay. also, you know, I don't want to call it a challenge, but it is. It's going to be a challenge. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. how we go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're my two yeah, okay. objectives. So you want to be a consistent key defender yep. in AFL, play Absolutely. every game, twenty twenty three. And you want to have a Make sure you want to adjust to living, <laughs> have a girlfriend, and adjust to living with your girlfriend Absolutely. in a different state for yeah. both of you. Absolutely, no, nah, yeah. that's awesome, yeah. mate. I look forward to um seeing how you go. You know, I'm a big um follower of yours. Always looking at what you're doing. Um, always have appreciated you, and you've always been um real good, even since you got picked up. Like I said to me, um. Yeah, look forward to seeing what you do. I thank you for your time because yeah, we've gone for nearly for two hours. Yeah, You're no, a great I, man. I apologise. Nah, nah, nah. Ramble, ramble. To give me that much time the day before you're going back to Melbourne. I know the breaks when you come back for Chrissy are always full of stuff as well. So I really do appreciate the time. Hopefully people enjoy this first one and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Eh? Thank you for having me yet again. I appreciate everyone listening. So.
Cheers, Thank mate. You. Thanks.